Hello everyone and welcome to another week of Let Me Sip. You're here joined by Yuzi. Desiree Henry. It's Eldred. The king is back. He's <laughs> <laughs> returned. Oh, any good news guys. I'm not going to lie. It's been a rough <laughs> evening um, to say the least. I tell you. I feel like when you're too happy, life humbles you real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> And as they say, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Because I'm not going to lie, I feel like I've had a pretty good couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then just a few minutes ago, somebody hit my car. Minutes, love. <laughs> like minutes ago. And it's one of them ones that, yes, I'm actually hurt and pissed off. But at the same time, I was like, maybe this is life's way of telling me, calm down with the happiness. No, calm so down crazy, with the yeah. peace. Mm. Like, just respect to you, know, because... If I was that guy who does his car, yeah. <laughs> you know how fucking happy I'll be right now. <laughs> what? That you getting away. Rah, so he yeah. just drove away and then didn't drove stop. Drove away. I just got away Rah, with this shit. Like, when I say it happened so fast, literally hit and then I heard skirt, skirt and then kept gosh, going. Like, gosh, didn't even catch it. his face, no? Didn't catch his face, wow, nothing. he did the job on you. Did the like, job, yeah. did the whole job and it's like, <laughs> I had to laugh for a second like bro uh, it's gone uh, <laughs> this is it literally if you don't laugh you'll cry like, if you don't laugh you'll cry but no. most importantly I thank God that I'm okay and fine but it just it's shocking mm-hmm. and I just put it down to it's, that's that's what what life is all about you're gonna have your highs you're gonna have your lows but um, in these moments I'm just choosing to you know remain positive mm-hmm. see the, the great thing what again I'm fine do? and um, the car will get repaired but um if anyone wants to help pay for it, by all means, hit me yeah. up. Donations, GoFundMe, it is what it is. But so on that note, is there any good news? What's been the highlight of your guys' week? Please, something good. Week. It's been a tough week. It's been a long week. It's been a long week because we're on Thursday now, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it's been tough. I've been in in the field with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been long. Yeah. Long hours, long starts. It's, yeah, it's tough. But the, the end is in sight. So, yeah. Good. You know? Just gotta go give God thanks, really. Um, to be fair, as you're saying, as Sean was saying, it's all a lot of these things is about perspective. Mm. You suffer your setbacks, and there are positives hidden or in between all this kind of um long, long, long situations. But it, your weeks they do fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Some days, some days, some weeks you'll have a real, real blessed week, and then maybe one setback will just call it all into question but you got, you got to be positive you got, <laughs> got positive. to be positive real talk I, d- I just don't like how the I mean for me anyways how the uh, the negatives feel heavier than positives so you mm. get positives here and there but do you celebrate your positives That's nah because the they they're not heavy enough well maybe is, is it about that you can have small celebrations mm. I have to be a big do but at least congratulate yourself give thanks to mm. people or God or whatever those are the says about um what's it called just gratitude really yeah celebrate the small things it's not easy let me not lie like especially in this kind of climate like it's not a lot people are looking forward to you a lot of the time but it is about really taking time to 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 give thanks in it mm. now you've got to because I feel like we all compare ourselves in the sense of unless you're getting a house a car and all that kind of stuff mm. those are the moments to celebrate whereas it's just like okay I worked out twice this week celebrate that because yeah. it was something that was challenging or whatever so mm-hmm. i feel like you've definitely got to give yourself the credit and just celebrate the small things but i feel like i can, I can see that when your negatives are smaller than the i guess the weight of let's say you had a productive week or productive mm-hmm. day or whatever but if your negatives are like kind of like trumping that then it's like, oh, mm. fuck all of that <laughs> 
It, it can get like that though. It can genuinely get like that. You might be in a situation where it's just L's across the board and it's like there's no where where you're gonna suffer your win or even break even sometimes. Mm. Just just yeah, let me would. let me breathe. I like <laughs> um but yeah, you can not breathe, man. Literally literally. But um I think I think it is it is about perspective again. It comes down to how bad is your bad, like relative mm. relative to your own circle, relative to the wider problems and relative to what you have personally planned in your future. Are you gonna really put yourself in a position to really succeed and hit your wins when they come or are you going to be in that situation where I've had a tough two years I've had a tough five years when is this year going to stop you need to do something different so it's like no one I guess can preempt or predict necessarily how their life is going to turn out even if they are doing well for themselves so you just got to look positively so, um, do you guys uh, what's it called I don't know how people for example <coughs> navigate through life where like they live on the high highs and the low lows like they really feel the like you know you have like a really really positive happen to you mm-hmm. uh, you're celebrating you're happy whatever but mm. then when something really negative happens to you you're down in the dumps like i don't know how i don't know if you like live a life like that but i'm always like in the middle so i never really celebrate either mm. to the fullest because try to keep it stable yeah, constant mm. Mm. uh no like I, I don't think i could be the extremes all the time i can't do the extreme highs and extreme lows constantly because it would mess with your mental, I think. Um, I think it's important if you are going to um, really get into and dwell on the negatives, you have to compensate with really acknowledging at least the positives. Mm. But um, I don't think it necessarily the other way has to work. If you have um, positives and you really are, are a positive person in your outlook, it's not now that you have to say, oh, I need to feel bad or negative about this minor or even major setback just to compensate. I think you can you get a lot more benefit from positive um, energies and positive reactions to things and it attracts other people it's infectious when you have a mm. positive you might be jarring to people that actually want to stay miserable mm. and that's fine <laughs> but mm. to the most people they will respect the fact that at least you've got a different way of viewing it mm-hmm. at least if they talk to you about something they'll get some other angle that maybe they ain't thought about so yeah it's one of those ones i don't know what about you girls yeah no i agree like i feel like it's a massive perspective um I feel like a positive outlook definitely trumps a negative one, mm. like always. Um, I feel like there's always a positive way to look at any situation, mm-hmm. regardless of how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And it just um, like it just matters on what you spend your time um, dwelling on, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. As soon as something bad happens, if you want to focus on the good, um, the good will come through. Like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. there's no point. Like for example, with your car, there's no point dwelling on oh shit this just happens and and like spending a day or two like being sad over it yeah instead like look to find the solution it's happened now <coughs> it's happened and yeah just see how you can work around it and you know you move mm. yeah. i feel like it's definitely practice because i'll be honest in saying i would i was that person that would celebrate the highs and then have major lows okay. like for example even this situation if this was to happen like last year i'll be like oh my life is over. It's going to cost this much. This mm. is so depressing. How am I going to do X, Y, and Z? But then it's actually taken a lot of time to just be like, just not react so quickly mm-hmm. in the moment. It's actually just taken those five breaths or five seconds to actually, you know, clear my mind, actually have my thoughts be clear and then react. And I yeah. feel like that's made a major difference um, in terms of how I'm able to like handle things moving forward. But I feel like, yeah, as long as you take your time with dealing situations, you can really 
be that middle ground person like yourself, Sean, rather than being that reactive person because yeah. it's not yet. You think that affect that changed how you are as a person? Definitely, because for the better, or for, the for the better, definitely for the better. Because I'm not gonna lie, I went for a real depressive state, mm. and it was just like even when you try and explain depression to other people, it's just like well. From the outside, it may look like things are good and well if you're able to like, well, with my field of work, I was able to compete, go to the Olympics, all that kind of stuff. So it's just like, what do you actually have to be mad or upset mm. about? Whereas I take something that could be seen as small to other people it, where it blew up in my life. And it was just like, okay, let's just, I don't know, take the time to actually see things for what they are and mm. just for me to understand that it's actually not that bad because it felt like the biggest thing ever. And um, yeah, like I said, it just takes time and a lot of practice. I, I definitely hear that. Um, I think this kind of conversation brings to mind when I think I've said it before, my holidays start the minute we take off in the plane. Because mm. the minute you take off and you look down at where you've been, how small it is in comparison to everything mm. else, you realise are you really killing yourself in this <laughs> tiny place with, with this tiny population compared to the rest of the world when you're literally a few minutes away from a totally different place? No one knows you in some places. No one really cares about yep. the wrongs you've done and the burdens you're carrying. And if you were to say, be stranded here, or you start a new life here, what are you worried about back yeah. home? Like those are those problems. And that's that's how we, I think, using that kind of, I guess, um, analogy, that's how we got to move when these situations get tough. Because trust me, this society as rigid and as small as it is it really does put on some real burdens and you what you're wondering am i really killing myself over emails am i waking <laughs> up and i'm traumatized <laughs> over this or am, yeah. I, am i really killing myself to um go in the gym when got coaches on you and you got this and mm. it's we create these things amongst ourselves we create these problems and then we suffer in silence many of us as you're saying depression and all these things is because people can't communicate they can't translate mm. with what's going on and on the surface it all looks perfect and material materialistic but when you're in it and you're in your own situation, no one knows what's going on. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one, but we got to kind of find ways around that. Mm. And like you said, it's important to take a situation as it actually is, like to yeah. take time and look at the situation as it actually is, as opposed to like, I guess, escalating it in your head or minimizing it as well. You know what I mean? So yeah, when you do that, then you, you just deep that it's really, it's not that deep. And you know what I mean? Like you can, take action however you like when you look at it practically and it's like this isn't serving me i'm leaving it or mm. you know i can do this to help the situation yeah all them blah blah blahs yeah i mean honestly i think when you you um you put things into perspective and mm. you have this mindset switch it is easier said than done on one hand when it's um when you don't really believe what you're trying to do, yeah. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, when um, people struggle with certain things, like maybe they're like, oh, um, I struggle with healthy eating or mm -hmm. going to the gym or um, I struggled to, I don't know, cut someone off or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I feel like it just, it just takes that one day that you actually had a genuine um, mindset um, shift. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And that could have, it could have taken you a year to get there. It could have taken you a week to get there. It could have taken you however long. But when you get there, mm -hmm. it's just like, wait, what was I stressing about all that while, you all know? Well, yeah. Yeah, but you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking all across the board. You're talking about things that 
I guess some people, most people, will be like, eh, it's not that deep. But obviously, any one situation could be, it could be family shit. It could be some passing away. It could be losing a job. It could be things that's not just easy to, you know, I guess put into a mindset of, like, oh well, you know, we move. I mean, some people might be like, oh, they lost their job now. They have to be homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I sound like it's a little bit easier said than done with certain things that maybe might not be as deep. Let's say cutting off a friend where might feel hurt by the end of the day you have food over your um food to eat and the roof over your head but when it affects necessities in life for a lot of people like people who've been in the pandemic and all that it's sometimes you might need to go through that process of feeling sad that may make you better rather than just be like i'm gonna put it away so i don't know i, <laughs> I, I don't agree know with what you said um however i don't feel like what i said applied to specific situations i do um put that across the board because like even for example mourning a death like some people seem to process it um better earlier on some people take a lot longer but my point is when you get to a certain point where you're just kind of like the way I'm going to see this is instead of um seeing it as a loss um you know I'm going to spend the rest of my life celebrating their life and just you know knowing that do you know we all die and you know like I, I can't I can't be sad forever. So mm. also, you know, do you know what I mean, it just depends on yeah. how you start to look at the situation that you're in. Even for example, with being homeless, like you know, you could dwell on it. I've lost my job. It's a pandemic. Everything's gone wrong for me. Or you could be like, do you know what? I've lost my job, but do you know, what? I'm gonna do this delivery job, and um, I don't know, see what I can pick up or where I can go from here, and mm. we move. Or do you know what I mean? Or if you don't have a job, just keep on trying. I'm just saying that, like, it just depends on your perspective on how you look at mm. stuff. Even begging and stuff like that is is like you're still taking a, a step into a direction where it's just kind of like you're still trying to help yourself in a way. Mm. But yeah, like, um, <sighs> yeah, for me, I just believe it's how you perceive things. So from what your point, I guess um, I'm getting more it doesn't matter how long it takes or what st- method you get there. But when you get to that point where you're, s- you're describing the switch, mm-hmm. that's when, I guess, a new life or a new leaf in your mm-hmm. book could start. Happens, yes. so but isn't that the normal process? I'm not talking about how long it takes to get there. I'm talking about how you deal with it. In the of course, but I think it's more, obviously, if we're talking about h- however long it takes to get there, during that process getting there, you'll be experiencing depression, the real mm-hmm. sadness, the um, the like, yeah well yeah everyone has their own way everyone has and it depends on what they're dealing with because certain people deal with certain things tremendously with other things it's just like this how has this been a setback compared to that kind of thing so i think the mindset although it's not actually in my opinion translatable to every single situation because you will certain things for certain people will be immovable almost Mm -hmm. certain things will ride with them until they die and Mm -hmm. and perhaps even god forbid but translate to their offspring and stuff yeah. because of the trauma. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there'll be other things that they've managed to really cope with. Like, say, for example, people that come from places of trauma, mm-hmm. whether that be like, say, war situations and um, or abuse in the past or whatever it is. And then they come into a circumstance where, I love to use this phrase, the first world problems are all over the place. And you, when they're listening to these things, although they're, it's just like, wow, you lots really haven't experienced real 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 drama but for me although there's n- no one can tell you that you're or minimize your pain or your suffering or your circumstance i think everyone can benefit from a bit of reality a reality check and a perspective check and actually be out there where things are really going on and they're beyond your control it doesn't matter who you are how much money you got that's just your situation that level of helplessness perhaps helps 
compartmentalize the other situations you'll find yourself in. And perhaps if you've got the right character, you can use that to inspire you to see a benefit, to see a change, to see a light. So it's one of those the ones. Case by case basis. Everyone in yeah, yeah, totally. We're way. humans, isn't it? Everyone, everyone is a case by case basis. And yeah. the minute you start thinking we're somewhat the same, that's where you get your problems and clashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And just respecting everyone's differences and processes, as you said, exactly. like, you know, looking at someone's issues and being like, that's not that deep, like, is obviously insensitive, but um, you just have to deep that everyone really does process things very differently. I remember um, during the pandemic, seeing so many people's um, family members or friends die and mm. just deep in how everyone reacted so differently. And obviously, I'm, I've not been in that situation, like as in where someone who is a regular part of my life, yeah. um, someone who I'll notice the, their absence mm. um, has um, passed. So I, obviously I've I just always thought like, rah, like how is this person coping with this? Because I wouldn't cope mm. at all, mm. you know? Mm. But like I've seen so many people just literally continue as in, as if nothing ever happened. Mm. Obviously you don't know how they deal with it That's in it. their spare time. But for me, like I remember I was down about certain things. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. In perspective, this happened and I'm so down. Like, That's well, these people have lost loved ones, like, mm-hmm. and they're still going on. Like, you know, then I feel like, oh wait, what's wrong with me? <laughs> but then obviously, <laughs> you know, I can't compare. I just have that's, to that's live my it. own life. That's it. That's, <coughs> that's like you said. Like there's some things that would just never ever leave people. Like I'm sure some people, um, who've been, if it's children have been killed by like police and whatnot. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like, mm-hmm. how are they gonna be like changing perspective? Just be like, they think that life is is meat is meaningless now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's how that's why I said it's, it's a take you certain situations where it's like if you feel like you're living for this person, is your offspring and whatnot, and you've done your life, you're maybe in 50s, 60s now, you're just, I, I want my, when I have grandkids, all that type of stuff, it's like, well, how, how are you going to live now? How are you going to be like, okay, well, let me just see the brighter side. It's not really a brighter side for certain people. Mm. I mean, it's a bit tough, but I mean, on the whole, I, I agree on the whole perspective that, from, you know, I guess allows you to, to be grateful for the basic things of even like just life and, you know what I mean, but people, some people don't even want to live. You know I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. It's just that it's as real as that it literally is, and um, as as even as we're saying, and I said, yeah, things do live with people um, for the rest of their lives, or touch them in ways that they are they're never the same as before. But even in that level of kind of difficulty, one I'd say having support of someone or something is really beneficial to a lot of people. Everyone needs someone or someone sometime. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. So coping with these things or being able to share in some direction, even if it's not your traditional kind of close family or friends or whatever, having that outlet, whether it's a counsellor or something like that, then that can really benefit. But also, even in people's lowest moments, I feel all these things is energy. You can use trauma and, as you're saying, loss of life or um, really tense circumstances in which someone finds themselves, and then maybe you dedicate your life to making that change, spreading awareness, Um, cause it, fighting that fight like say for example um, Dame um, Doreen Lawrence mother of Stephen Lawrence mm-hmm. how she was just like a um, working class woman before now she's a dame now she advises on this and mm-hmm. she's been fighting that fight some of the people that killed her son have been convicted now and you're thinking what in the space of what getting old now going on 20 to plus years wow. 
we've now had a situation where we've ch had changes in the law we've had um, awareness to the extent that people's lives are really um at least people all think twice about um espousing certain views of um hatred or whatever else and these are gains like that's what i'm saying you, you gotta you gotta find your own twist not everyone's gonna have the same energy but find your own angle and use that utilize that yeah no, no i agree <coughs> but yeah Another depressing one today. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you gonna interpret it? That's it. That's what I say. But um, yeah. So I guess one that's been in 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 all over the socials and on the media. If we're staying on this kind of um getting help where you need help and kind of angle, is um blue therapy um <laughs> the show. Um, I'm sure you've heard of it, even if you haven't watched it. Um, that's hit YouTube and um elsewhere on the medias. Um, a kind of like. Oh, I'll let you decide if you think it's real or not. But um, there's the issues that people spoke on, at least. Um, I think they resonate with a lot of people. As much as it is, I, I think, entertainment, we can say that. But I think there's there's some sort of energy to it that people can get some benefit from. So what are you guys' thoughts, anyways, on on the show in general, the characters or whoever? Paul's hilarious. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> is that the bald-headed one? <laughs> yeah, he's actually hilarious, oh, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah... Um, so describe Paul for those who've never watched the show. Just what would you think about him, and why do you think he's hilarious? Just like like an African uncle <laughs> in a young man's body. Typical or <laughs> typical African uncle or what? Yeah, pretty much. Like mentality wise, like mm -hmm. you know, um, he comes across as controlling. Um, he comes across as uh, insecure. Okay. Like hella insecure, actually. Okay. Um, you know what it is why I find him hilarious is just the things he says and like he's um <laughs> he's sound effects and stuff mm -hmm. like it's just mm. too funny yeah yeah no wait let me <laughs> this guy what a character oh mate actually let me actually find his sound effect because it it just kills me <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. like how does he do it how does he do this like, you just know where he's coming from it's like, Okay. Right. And his face as well, his eye, everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. This is the Paul Bridges, boy. No, literally no. hilarious. Um lots of double standards okay. there. On both sides or across the couples? I would say with him. With um, him particularly, okay. Yeah, with the couples, um who's the other guy? What's his name again? Jamel. Jamel. Yeah, Jamel. him. That one reminds me of <laughs> <laughs> Which one now? Hey. Uh of trauma. There was a lot of trauma in that show, I must say. There was a lot of trauma. Even Deborah, like some of the things you're saying, it just sounds very mad. Like, as in, some too extreme. Some of the things, hey, hey, you. No, some, yeah, only some. Only some for me. Mm. It's not everything. Like, she was not deluded. And at the end of the show, we, we see that she definitely wasn't. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll get to that one because I want to <laughs> see whether you think it's vindication or whether you think it's a separate situation. But, as a whole, do you think that's reflective of what you see amongst your friends, your circles, maybe even social media in general? Because there was a lot of toxicity. I must put mm -hmm. that word out. There's a lot of toxicity in yeah. the dynamics of that. and um, But it got a large view. And so you can put it down to whatever you want to put it down to, entertainment, whatever. But clearly people resonated with some of the things that were said. So um, in, in general, how do, you, how do you think that reflects on your kind of take on relationships, whether that be black couples or any? 
and take on relationships. Yeah, how reflective is that? Like what we saw between the two of them, very different. Though. I feel like yeah, it definitely happens uh, in this modern day relationship life. Mm. I feel like it's very true to like what happens. Yeah, what about you guys? <laughs> I've only watched one episode, mm-hmm. um, but even from that one episode, I love reality TV type of shows okay. and all that kind of stuff. The the crying, the moaning, the arguing, I'm all here for it. It's entertainment. And I feel like that's what I saw it as because I've watched quite a few. Early on, I thought, mm, maybe this isn't real. Only because it just seemed too perfect in the sense of the entertainment levels from what he was saying or she was saying I'm just like nah you can't be talking to your partner like that but when I obviously read the comments and stuff like that online a lot of people are like oh yeah this is what my guy is like or this is what my girl was like Mm. and I'm thinking wow (laughs) some of you guys go through it if you can really relate closely I feel like there was small bits and pieces in there that I was just like oh okay I kind of get it but overall I just saw it as entertainment I couldn't take it too seriously seriously, yeah. Yeah. yeah about you Sean any characters really st- um, st- stuck out for you or anyone that really resonated in any way um, I haven't I'm watched all of it I've seen clips of episodes here and there yeah, yeah. I've watched one or two episodes but I couldn't get into it because I knew it was just bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but I understood that it's entertainment so I mean I'm here for the like the drama isn't it? but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still couldn't get into it but I just feel like it's just outrageous some of the stuff that was being said. It wasn't even it didn't what even look believable. So <laughs> to me this was like wow, like people actually believe this stuff. That's how you know that any you can just put anything up put anything out on the internet. Yeah. And yeah, people yeah. just run with it and believe it. Rather than just taking it for what it is. Even like loving hip hop and whatnot. And I think now people probably get that. It's a story. Uh, I saw that one from day like, like, come on, man. Well, people will really be invested in what yeah. they're thinking like, yeah, this is and be DMing you and, <laughs> and cussing you out and all that This is shit. true. That's a lot of backlash against them. If they're actors, if they are, then that's that's kind of crazy if you think about it like that. But it shows they're good actors then. Because even if you thought you were unbelievable or whatever else, if you stayed through it to the end, mm-hmm. then more time yeah, they like, did a job on you mm-hmm. one way or another. Yeah. So... But, uh, I mean, I don't even want to debate double standards because I've come to the conclusion <laughs> Double that, standards, man. You yeah. just live in a world where it's just never ever going to be equal. Like, it's mm. just what it is. So I'm, like, I'm just going to leave it as that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit in there that I thought was very interesting. Oh, it's only going to be bits and pieces, but the Jamel guy, what was yeah. his girlfriend? Deborah. Deborah. So the whole situation where um, she was obviously planning to go to Afro Nation. <laughs> yes. And then he turned <laughs> around and was just like, well, I'm going to surprise you or I was planning to surprise <laughs> you. Bloody liars. She found his email confirmation. Like, do you feel like that actually happens yeah, with couples? Again, yes, please. it does happen. So obviously Afro Nation no. um, is now cancelled, but was going ahead. And she was planning to go with her girls. And she had told him that, look, I'm going to be out there. And he said that he wasn't going but then he, she eventually found out, probably through looking through his stuff, she found an email confirmation of a flight or accommodation that he's also going to be out there, but he just never told her. Don't you think that's wild? Mm-hmm. And his, that's his, right, his, yeah. his, his, his um, justification was that he was planning to surprise you. <laughs> that was going to turn up. I mean, it's just like I said, this, this one's even already. <laughs> it's not even no, because these but things I happen. I feel like my friend was just like, <laughs> that's, that's what happened to her and her swear, man. Uh, <laughs> see, this is the problem though. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I would definitely, like, even addressing that situation, I can't condone that. It was just not even believable when the man dropped it. 
I think if he if he delivered it better with more conviction, then maybe <laughs> I would have been like, okay, okay, so you have. But this guy, even for anyone to believe that, it's just like. In fact, the girl is stupid for you to believe in it. Like, Mate, there's to toxic what? couples Please explain out to me. What, what's what's he, so unbelievable? If you ask them, right, oh, um, are you going? Are you going? It's not like you're going to a wedding or something like that. Or nice. You're going to a party, whatever, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You've asked my man if he's going. He said he ain't going, innit? do you know what I mean? But then all of a sudden, after it's such a small place, I'm just happily going to bump into you. That, didn't he say that? That yeah. I was probably going to bump into you. That's what he said. He said, when I was out like there too. he said, there was obviously we were going to see each other. So <laughs> like, I just wanted to surprise you, man. That's just, that's just dumb. Yeah, but these are the gaslighting tactics mm-hmm. or strategies yeah, but that I, guys I use. Say ga- so like, if anybody believes that, that's just dumb. Because like I said. No, as in, wait, wait what part are you stuck on? Because I, I'm saying that the situation of a guy lying about going somewhere I'm talking about is guy lying. So guy, People lie all the time. I'm talking about the fact that you can believe that someone's, you've asked someone that, if they say, you know what, I forgot or whatever, yeah. Cool. You might even uh, lie. I wouldn't believe, I forgot. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I'm trying to understand. What are you guys stuck on? Are you guys stuck on the lie and believe in that, the lie? Talking, or no, no, I'm not, not saying. Stuck, what are you guys, like, what are you, I'm saying, so what are you explaining? No, I'm saying, all right, cool. You've lied or you, you've asked the Deborah's asked my man and he said ah cool he's not, he's not going mm-hmm. and now at this point she f- snoops and whatever and finds that he's going mm-hmm. I'm saying the excuse okay. that he gives yeah, yeah but the, yeah, but excuses are always stupid not, well, not no, trying no, to no, 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 no a lot no, of excuses no. are stupid when guys get caught cheating or doing some mad thing and next I mean let's not dive, let's not, the, let's let's not dive uh, it to the point like I said okay. it's just if you believe that specific it's a justification, excuse. I don't think anyone did. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look. Hear Everyone this, just thought this, he's chatting this. shit mm-hmm. and he's this. toxic and he's, he's just a liar. A, yeah, literally. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we, if we you're we sitting on a couch it. and you're in front of uh, some white lady counselor and your partner <laughs> just outed you, of course you're gonna look stupid. There's not many ways to go. There's not many angles you can take. So, mm-hmm. like in that situation, but don't think for a minute that in another setting someone wouldn't have been able to gas yeah, up the girl with more conviction with more of mm. finesse but, but that's my point like people in our society these mm-hmm. days they are very mad and they do shit like this oh, yeah. all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. so that when when, Sh- when Sean's basically saying oh this is all um, mad and who would believe this and who would believe that mm-hmm. I'm just saying like as in these things happen so no one said it didn't happen but even, even I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying nobody said these things happen all I'm saying yeah, if anybody man or woman right can believe something like that then there's a there's a problem. I mean, there's what believe that that it was a that, surprise? Not, yeah, that's what I'm saying like if you can believe that, then there's an issue. That's what I'm saying, man. But, yeah, I disagree course. with that actually because Ish, um, because the same way like as in if you guys are in a relationship, the same way she was able to snoop through his phone and find these details. Mm-hmm. If he knew that she was going, like that's then, a problem in itself. That's what I said. There's a problem. What? What do you mean? Can no, I finish no, talking? Um, let's finish. If she if she um <clears throat> if he he wanted to pattern that story about oh I was gonna surprise you could be like yeah like i knew you told me you're going obviously like our anniversary is coming up yeah oh i, I know planned. where you're staying obviously you told you me. To <laughs> yeah, you let me not enable these liars to <laughs> 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 but no this is this is, is this is this is this is the point and i think that's in my opinion that's what sean's speaking to Did in the sense that on the couch where we're all viewers are all watching this where we've some of us have found out it's fake or what we are still contemplating. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're being told this story. We have no real investment in them too. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's just like, you're here to talk about problems. Now this is sounding like foolishness. Mm-hmm. So unless you've got something else hidden in the bag that you're going to come out and as evidence, then this is nonsense. But if you're invested in my man, mm-hmm. you love him, you want to start a future, mm-hmm. you actively 
take out the things you don't want to believe. That's how a lot of relationships work. I agree. And this is why, like, you know, it's just mad when you're in a situation, you Mm -hmm. don't see things for what they are. But everyone else can see what you can't see. That's it. They can see your stupidity. It's what you don't want to (laughs) see. It's what you don't want to feel. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. you try to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. That's a very natural instinct. And try and trust the partner. I feel like that's a big thing. Even though you have your doubts or, or concerns, you're just like, no. Let me just put them to the side because I yeah, trust if, my significant other. She's really going through my man's phone. Then. This is like, like, that's the you know, some life. people are actually able to go through each no, other's phone. About that. We're talking about in the situation. Yeah, in the where situation. It's not, yeah. That's not the case. That's, that's not open. Yeah, but remember, she How had are her you guys reason. with those saying. situations? I want to know Sorry. where we land, where we agree, where we kind of. How are you guys with. I want to call it intrusion, but let's not call it that. <laughs> How are you guys with going into people's stuff and Especially if that's not the having a like free for all? You know Do you know what? What's I'm, mine is I'm yours, not, what's yours is I'm mine. I'm not here for it because I tried it in the past and I feel like it's one of them ones. If you're looking for something, find. you're going to find, find it. You'll find that's it. That's you my language. Okay, this is how I feel. If you're ready to look for something, there's clearly something off. So no, no, no. As in, if you're ready, if, no. your intuition, if your intuition is no, driving you to be like, mm. you know, let, let me start looking like something's off here or whatnot. Like your soul's not at rest mm. and you, you're like, oh, should I just check or whatever? If you're already tempted, then something's already not right. Well, there. No, in my, can I finish talking? Go on, go on, Thanks. Go on, go on. Um, yeah, th- in my opinion, like that's the, you know, something's just not right. But if you look through it, you might as well, you probably will find because, you know, you already felt like something's not right and, you know, mm. don't be surprised as to finding something. But I also feel like if there's nothing to find, you won't find anything. That's in my right. opinion. No, no, because yeah. you can turn anything like toxic. Literally. You may not find the messages or the pictures, but you may take it or be petty and be like, oh, well, you commented a heart eye under this girl's thing or whatever. And that's <laughs> small in comparison to, I don't know, receiving nudes, long messages, hearing about a date or whatever. So I feel like you can literally find anything or i don't know you put an x at the end of a message like mm. you're gonna find something all right hear this uh, this is now the the point to drop this so in was it deborah and jamil situation i don't know if you saw this but um <laughs> i don't even remember the name of the girl now I'm, like all these these white names are dropping there, like becky abigail there was, was a person <laughs> that was originally the cause of contention in deborah's eyes there was a but girl it wasn't her the girl, it was the girl her. on um, yes i, what's that I don't on, know her um, name was it I don't remember. You know, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. The one on Clubhouse. The one on Clubhouse. And that for me was a changing point when I started hearing, oh, she was vindicated. How was she vindicated? This is Deborah. Okay. Deborah in believing that um, my man was doing dirts with this Clubhouse girl. Okay. And then you find out it's a totally different person. Yes, the act is still wrong. But how are you now trying to convince me that she was onto it all along when she was thinking it's one thing and it is not what she thought it was? But yes, he was up to something. That's I. I don't. I don't put those one and two together. That's that's my. I, that's I my, hear what my you're take. saying. I ain't I'm here for that talk. I'm very confused. You're confused. All right, let me let me try and break it down <laughs> as possible. Um, All right, yeah, yeah, you guys haven't watched it. So there was a situation on Clubhouse where Deborah was particularly uncomfortable with his relationship with us unknown person, some girl. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name. So um, this included. Charlotte? God knows, boy, I don't think it was that, but they included like a 1.30 a.m. text from the girl, which she accused Jamil of leaving the room to go and see and replying to. Wow. And there was some other stuff and she wanted to go through the phone to look at this girl. That's Mm. what it started with. Mm -hmm. And it was so incessive about this clubhouse, clubhouse, clubhouse Mm. for most of the episode. Now, right at the end now, we find out when my man, oh God, we'll come into that one with the pause in later. But (laughs) 
my man finally <laughs> disclosed that he he um was training his ex and things oh, happened that. from that. Yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden everyone was like, oh, Depp and you all along. Yeah. And I was just like, where in your mind does this make sense to you, please? Wait, so yes. He was cheating with his ex. No, no. She the ex is not the clubhouse one. The ex is just an ex who did he's a fitness trainer. So but I feel like anyone would naturally be cautious of your your partner training with their no, ex no, 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 but, but it wasn't that though. It, it wasn't like, that. Like, oh. so her she problem was, was Clubhouse. About the girl on Clubhouse. Okay. Not the ex, not the like training. 1 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when it turned out that club because my man said this clubhouse girl is not the one to worry about. He just kept on saying that for and, 20 and minutes. And bearing in mind that he's been open about the fact that he trains his ex. Yes, yeah. yes, and, yes. Um, the Deborah has met the has ex. Has met the ex as well. That's still mad because if you guys are saying by the end, it, she found out that he was still doing it stuff with his ex. It was unfaithful. That's trash. Who's on, who's on faithful? He's, oh. Jamil, it came out. To, he cheated with his ex. <laughs> oh, so but not the clubhouse thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. He but was not very happy then. When? He must have been very, very happy. Like, oh my God, this girl's putting all her effort into this clubhouse girl. He can say, <laughs> look in her eyes. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Obviously knowing you're not worried about the wrong chick. Wait, how did he end up like coming clean? Oh God, this took half an hour. Tears, this one here is like... <laughs> Something's the, the, the woman now. The the the, the counselor was asking him. I think Deborah left the room, and then she just sensed from his demeanor that something was up. And this guy was shuffling. It was like, I don't know how to say it. Oh, he was holding his head. He was. He was. Oh, I thought it was suffering. Acting, You're in a terrible acting. Yeah, no, terrible acting. Yeah, him? What? <laughs> nah. They get, get your money back because that one nonsense. But yeah, he finally disclosed to her after a good thirty-five that it was this ex that she was seeing, mm -hmm. and that one just broke. Broke everything. That was a that was the straw that broke the camel's back because she, <laughs> she 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 wasn't having it. Oh my god! So yeah, would you guys feel comfortable with your partner training or doing anything kind of business wise? Not in that capacity. Ex? That's personal training where, yeah, that's techie. Where. But in anything. So obviously, so PT, yes or no? Mm. Quick answers. Mm. Business wait, wait, ID, personal trainer. Because like, it'll be it will be them two training together. Yeah. Would As you in the normal daytime? Yeah. Yeah, in the daytime, I'll be fine. With it. You'll be calm. Okay, so. With your in our partner. situation, it will be most most likely the guy training your girl. Yeah, like your her ex training her your your missus now. Yeah, you'll be oh, cool I'm with calm. it. I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. You're different. Would you guys? I wouldn't be no. Wouldn't. Let me not <laughs> me lie to you. Because that them kind of things they're conducive to problems. <laughs> like, yeah, that one is actually making connections about, logically. Yeah, I was like, just hoping mm -mm, her squad. Mm -mm. I mean, no, nah, my G, step the f back. Thank you for most people, but I feel like. If you really know oh, this is. Let me just add. This was going to her house to train her, not in the gym, hey! not in a public place. This was home visits. PT, oh, yeah, that was a little PT. Bit different, isn't it? That's what I said. If it's, a, if it's a normal gym in it, then cool. No, 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 no. This she is... may have equipment at home. You yeah, know, yeah. standard dumbbells. Mm. No, no, that was different because obviously you can go and chill in out. Like once you're done working out, you want to shower. That's the first thought. All them things. Mm -hmm. there, like, mm -hmm. A little bit different. Mm -hmm. than it, I didn't even think of that. Wait. Like, you best take your ass home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you need to be coming home sweating nah, nah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I would like to hope so. No, I'd be a lot more comfortable. Put it that I would be a lot more comfortable. But I would be making visits as well. We'll get a membership together. Once in a while. Is it because you don't? And people, man, will be like, oh no, I don't trust the guy. But if you trust your girl, then it doesn't it doesn't matter. It would start off. I don't trust the guy. Maybe depends. If I knew him, then maybe it would be different. But if it was just like an ex unidentified and he was still spending time and still in the picture then I would feel uncomfortable. However, if something happened, I wouldn't look to him as the problem, I'd look to her. Mm -hmm. I look at both of y'all. Yeah, now but I'm he don't owe me fool. shit. He don't owe me shit, so it's not for me to... 
like yeah, I if it's just myself, man. Like, nah. if you're gonna cheat, bro, like if you you can have that mentality, be, but I still, I, I want what's mine as mine. I mm. want to be protective over mine. Nah, I ain't I protective over no human being. Bro. I can't <laughs> lie. Mm. You gotta be, fam. You gotta I be. Mean, I, I am. Why am I protecting you? You're a protector. I, no, I protect you from other people. Mm-hmm. I don't need to protect that's, you from that's myself. That's exactly. Uh uh-uh. Oh, you control yourself. So if you can't control yourself, it's true. This is true. That's, that's why I said I'll be mad at her. I can't. I'm not gonna blame him because she off pant. That's that's your thing. That's your thing. Um, you guys are just spend time worrying about offing pants, like you guys. So which one now? What am I, what I think am I no, the, about? the worry for me is um, the Emotional. bond. Yes, oh, okay. the bond that forms. <laughs> what after. are you talking about? Huh? Like no, I'm um, I'm thinking what would they be talking about whilst they're at the gym? Yeah, of course, like, especially if that's your PT, like what regular sessions all the time, like. You, I mean, motivation. And that's your ex yeah, as well. That. Like, them, there must have been something there for them something, to be your ex in the first place. Yeah, yeah, so now you guys are spending time out of the mix of, like, mm. you know. Wait, but can I say something? Because when people talk about forming other bonds and all that type of shit, mm. yeah, to me, it's like, clearly you just don't believe in the bond that you have. That what do you mean if you're worried about that? Or you can have multiple bonds with different people. You can, exactly. If that's, <laughs> so if that's, that's a different kind of bond. No, but if that trumps, exactly, it's a different kind of bond. So do you think that's going to be above what you have with your partner? Me, I don't I don't believe that. And if, if that's the case, then cool, that's okay. You go there. That's kind of how I feel about that. The emotional is less concerning to me than the physical because the emotional, I think, if that's how you feel, then it's best you just do yeah. your thing because I'm not going to change the emotional because yeah. that's deeper than this. But, but then you even know that the emotional is happening. Mm-hmm. That's that's my issue. Well, you you guys, some, you guys to some like extent. To, you, you guys, that's what I'm saying. You guys like to focus on the physical. Oh, did you penetrate? Like not knowing that, to be honest, like this is the person's love of their life. Like <laughs> as in, every, they look forward to um, PT because of this person or whatnot. And you're not as significant as you may think you are. That's yeah. fair enough. And even even with that addition. And there's no way of measuring that. And That's what I'm saying. Well, you, you never know. Now we're just opening the field to just L's across the board because literally you're being deceived one way or another. Mm-hmm. As, as the way I would see it, if like your emotions change and it clearly went away from me, mm-hmm. one, I would probably notice that, the change in me. But then if I saw you were distracted clearly by something or someone else and I was maybe able to discern what that was i've got to kind of say i'm worth more than this i don't mm-hmm. i don't need this shit because there's more out there if it's that i agree but, but the then I, time, I say it's tricky to find out though maybe sometimes. Course, i hear what you're course. saying about the distraction and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah. but some people are able to play their role of like, course of course and it's, i think you only play for so, so long though because I, I went for that one of my my first ever girlfriend mm. she was still in love with her love. ex yeah, yeah. right mm. but as in she was in denial Okay, yeah. I could just see it. Mm. That's, what what it That's what I'm saying. I could see that something was wrong, but she's in denial. On it. But I was like, cool, you know what? Go do your thing. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I can't be angry about how you feel. You feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, go your, go do your thing. And if once that's sorted, if I feel the same, then cool. Marie can, I, I'll give you that. There's no point You're me so trying mature. to hold you there to be like, oh, <laughs> no, yeah, I respect like, it. I respect oh, it. You got to respect it because you can do it yourself. It makes no sense. You're only, you're only just going to fuck up the whole situation mm-hmm. i think that works when it's early way. though when it's early doors not i think it's the whole go away years. and come back thing that's, that's yeah that, that, when I, if i say that to you i'm lying <laughs> if i tell you that <laughs> all that talk about a circle if it's real come back to this come out of the way the way my mind actually works on my body is my interest levels genuinely are just not really that high so if i'm really interested you and you go away if you're out of my sight, out of mind, more time that vacuum. <laughs> Nature don't accept a vacuum. I, you know no, what I'm saying? I'm the same. They I don't accept. So I might still have so feelings. Wait, is it interest or is it love? Which one is it? Because interest, that's, that's, you can but love, no, more no, time. Okay, so on, if it's interest, go. then 
I mean, that can disappear. When More time for me. I would only adopt your energy, which I have done before, if it was only interest and not love. It couldn't have been love. Like other, if it was love, it would hurt more. Yeah, and I ain't been hurt, bro. But, um, <laughs> You're a real G out here. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I just don't. I don't. I, no, no, no. It's not even that. Anybody, I tell you, it just takes the right person. I know that as a fact. Any girl, the right girl, shall I say? Not any girl. The right girl can ruin me. Mm-hmm. And in, indeed, I can ruin. Yes. Less of that. Less of that. But what I'm trying to say to you is that sentiment of just attraction, wanting to get to know someone. If during that process you now show me that it's not really me, it's not really me you want to invest in, as much of it, oh, maybe I feel disrespected. Maybe it's just like, oh, my manhood's hurt a bit. But I would give you your shot to go do your thing, knowing that there is more. That's not the case, though. It's not about she doesn't want to invest in you. It's about like, She's trying to invest in you, but whatever she's gone through in the past situation, it's not allowing her to invest in you. So it's not a thing where she doesn't, she wants to move on from that situation. But you know, people have trauma and whatever, mm, stuff they need to get mm, over, mm. right? So like, deal with that before you come into the but new so, thing. So what is the sentiment? Is it that something is holding her, pulling her back to her ex? That not, she's... Not say pulling her back, but you know, so you, might, you can call it whatever, you can call it closure, you can call it whatever, you know, therapy you need to go through to get past that situation. Mm. Especially if maybe coming, you're coming out of it you know, with the short end of the stick. Do you know what I'm saying? You might not, you might be in a new situation, yeah. but you're not really mentally there. Mm-hmm. Or you're not ready to be there. They're you want prepared, to be there, yeah, yeah. but you're not ready to be there. So it's not like they don't want to be with you. Mm. It's like they can't be with you because of the state that they're in right now. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> one of it's like, go and do your yeah, thing yeah. in terms of sort out what I mean to sort of yourself and that situation. That's, that's. And then if we, I'm saying we yeah. can know we're in the same space, then cool. It's, 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 yeah, I hear that. That's, that's mature. That's, uh, maybe I got a few years ahead of me before <laughs> that one. That's what I'm saying. Because I haven't, yeah. I, I d- I, that what it speaks to for me is enough of an investment where I'm really there with you, but I'm just like maybe because I'm there with you and I love you or respect you, I want the best for you and and maybe that involves going somewhere else. But I mm. maybe I haven't jumped to that step. Where I'm at is I don't even get that involved at the stage. Yeah, you, that keep, you keep them at arm's length. Still. I do. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do. I do. I won't. I'm and that was I guess the reason I didn't been in a relationship for many a year until I got into one. But but does that situ- allow you to really love someone though? Because it's like, if you're always in the position of where you're in control, because love is selfless, if you just keep it It is, but for me, and maybe this is the the crux of it all, I grew up in a situation where I knew the meaning of love and the type of love I was looking for. Mm -hmm. What's the meaning of love? As, As in, in being raised yeah, in by love. Where, yeah. I don't, how do I describe yeah. it? If if I really try and define, I'm talking about in my household, my mum, dad, sister. There's a um, a direct female love that comes to me from my mum and my sister. It, obviously, it doesn't involve sex or any um, attraction or anything like that. <laughs> what Honestly, the let's hell? be real because some people live in messed up places where they're looking for any female is that kind of love. Mm-hmm. And so it was the boundaries was very clear. But I knew I was so enveloped in love that I didn't need love elsewhere. And yeah, that's not the same relationship with my dad. But I know he, I love him to bits. I would do, I'd ride for him. I'd do anything. And I'm sure in his own way he'll do the same for me. But ultimately, as a family. The love in the circle meant that I didn't go wanting outside. Anything else was additional. And I have a big family as well, so there's a lot of love from them. So anything I need is already catered for. And, and this is talking about, obviously, um, we didn't grow up in any way um, well off. We came here from, well, I was born here, but we came here from conflict. Um, so it was literally starting your new life from scratch in Edmonton in, in Ends, and that's what it was. But apart from that, maybe other people looking at me would have seen that kind of love and that we were okay. We were wealthy in love in the things that mattered. 
elsewhere I see materialism, I see people in these dysfunctional, toxic things. And I'm not saying everyone, don't get it twisted, but where you can identify that you are wanting, you have the Gucci, you have this, you have all the things that maybe everyone else wants, but you are lacking. And it is that thing we were talking about at the beginning, where for all intents and purposes, you, you look at peace, but inside you are hurting. And, and if you're able to see love and you know that, I can spot your hurting from a mile away, even though I know you're, 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 you're doing your thing. I can see it because I know that you're not satisfied and you should be satisfied by the world's kind of standards. You, you, you should be happy. You should, the, the gratitude is what I'm talking to. I think so. people don't see that though. They don't have the, cause I think it's wisdom to be able to see. Yeah. Um, um, you have to be shown. Um, that, yeah. You have that to be person shown. is, there's, there's something missing within them. You know but it's a, I wouldn't even say wisdom. It's emotional awareness. That's what it is to actually see what is making you happy. If, say, for example, you're a young girl and you're getting all the mandem. You're going from man to man to man, all the popular guys or whatnot. Why are you moving up and down and left and right? Is there something that someone is not providing you? And if that's the case, when will it stop? When will you get what you're looking for and be settled and just be comfy? Mm. But instead, you must be doing the most. You must be wearing the tightest outfit. You must be doing this. It's not for me to judge you. Maybe I'm not looking for you anyway. I'm not interested. But for you, you think this is what everyone wants and this is what you're chasing? And I'm just saying, girl, I, I pray for you. <laughs> and the same for Mandem as well. Same thing. I so, but that's that perhaps girl, explains. I pray for you. That's where it is. It's word. And there's look. We all grew up. We we maybe later on in life we clocked. That's what was going on. But maybe I was able to see certain things. Not everything. Certain things at an earlier age. But yeah, you were able to see what at an earlier age. Certain like dynamics, like lack of love or wanting, and at, yeah, those kind of things. I think. Love is just tricky, man. It is. Uh, for everybody's love is 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 different. So when we try and like measure what love should be based on what we've seen or based on how we've been taught to to receive it, then it can kind of get a little bit complicated. Like the way I love someone, <coughs> it's gonna be different to the way someone. Yeah, I agree. Loves me and the way you, know, you love someone else, like it's just it's just different. And if you're comparing, then it's like gonna be oh, let's measure emotion. How do you measure yeah. emotion? Not measure emotion. But people want to constantly trying to give you parameters that you have to f fit for you to be like, oh no, you love me. Oh no, no, you don't love me because it's like. It's but then, how can you tell someone that they don't love you? You think you love me, but you don't. To tell someone, you, you, that yeah. They don't. Do you think you could do that? To tell someone to they, tell don't, you they love don't love you. Yeah, tell someone that they don't. Love I think you. I had to take the word for it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe I don't. I'm different. I would, I would probably err on the side of caution in the sense that I would be like. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, I know it's not even that. I feel you maybe like the idea of me, oh. the idea of me, but you don't <laughs> know me. And that's movie. genuinely how it is. That's perhaps what you're talking about, mm. arms distance, because I'm not, although I appreciate it, it's nice. Everyone likes to hear nice things, but I feel I need you to prove it more or it, it to be proved. Maybe I don't need you to prove it, but maybe situations will show me whether or not the love that you're offering me is the type of love that I'm kind of looking for receiving. Do you think... Um love can you can grow because i feel like people sometimes mistake you know that little first bit where you yeah, get yeah. to be someone honeymoon, honeymoon stage. Period, yeah, yeah. yeah to me uh, i don't even know why that exists <laughs> it because does because it's, 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 actually, it's actually um what do you call it biology mm -hmm. like your um hormones, hormones and everything mm -hmm. like they're amplified so that it allows you to be to have enough amplified interest in that person to get to know them because if you felt the same way or felt the same level of emotions that you felt 
for them for just everyone else you're mm. not going to be drawn to actually give them the time to know them so it yeah okay if you get where i'm coming from fair, mm-hmm. but it's like when you look, when you look at all these long-term relationships marriages all that type of stuff yeah mm-hmm. me personally i don't believe they are in love the whole way yeah i I'm agree. sure right? yeah. but it's like now that is everybody wants me like i want to be in an, in uh uh my partner to be in love with me or whatever or whatever or your marriage or whatever and it's like that's not uh, to me that's not what marriage is like the process the, at the beginning the engine is probably yeah mm. even with mm. love but for you to sustain that for me i don't think it's i don't think it's necessary oh yeah the feeling of love is you're choosing to love that yeah person, it's an understanding which is yeah. a different thing though but yeah that's that's mm. why i ask is being in love can you be in love um, is that different from loving someone? So if I ask it opposite way, yes. can you love someone without being in love with yes. them? And yeah. I think yes. But which one's stronger? I think I, I, think I feel like lo- loving the someone, love, yeah, because love is unconditional. In love is that whole like mm. I don't it's, know. It's more infatuation. potent. It's more potent. Yeah, the in love because it's infatuation, it's mm-hmm. emotions, it's attraction, and all those things, which is the I guess the more physical. Yeah. But say for example your baby mums or whatever you can love all your baby mums mm-hmm. as the mothers of your child mm-hmm. as the people that brought about that legacy mm-hmm. that whatever and they could genuinely love the way you i know that my kid is always safe i never got to worry about what that woman is doing yeah and in fact if my other kids that are not yours i wouldn't mind keeping in there because of who you are and what you bring to the table and mm. i love you for that i may have no interest in you i would maybe even despise you in that sense <laughs> or maybe not despise but you're not really feeling it mm-hmm. in in that kind of way but for your purposes and what you bring to the table of course i love and value that so i think yeah i feel like love is i mean well real love it's just somewhat unconditional in my opinion mm-hmm. like pure love but you know i i also feel as though um it's yeah just because you love someone doesn't mean that you can't choose not to act on it do you know what i'm coming from what do you mean? What do you mean? So like as in you can you can actually love someone but then like you just not act on it in the sense where like you don't do anything to show that um you love them. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, as in you can love them, you're yeah. not expressive. Like in fact you, you love them in your heart yeah. or whatnot, but it's one of them ones where it's like they would never know that you do love them if that makes sense. Huh? I love them. Yes. Because love is a feeling. It's to how me, you feel about the person. Love is an actual word to me. Mm, oh, really? Yeah, because right. you can say, you can feel whatever you want to feel, yeah, but without showing yeah. that, how do you know the person? Well, look how many... T- but they don't need to know. Like, it's how you feel, no? That's how what I'm basically trying to say. Look how many times, like, you hear celebrities or someone that's prominent say, oh, my relationship with my dad, he was a hard man. He never really showed emotion. It was always, like, tough or some, like, regimental kind of thing. But deep down maybe once when he hit success he said i love you and that changed my life and maybe it changed his life because he deep down he knew it but it never been said so he could mm-hmm. never bank on it mm-hmm. so you can express love without being you could almost have an emotionless expression like you're but just, that's an action though if you're vocalizing how you feel about someone yeah but that comes down the line say for example the 30 years before i i reached my pinnacle when my dad said that um, what about those times? Did but he, he love didn't me know then? that? Because that's what I mean. But that's no, but, what I mean. But by assumption, but because he, of the he, dad's behavior, it's a lack, of, showing a lack of expression of love. He's maybe mm-hmm. doesn't want to say I love you or doesn't want to show any sort of like Wait, sensitivity. So are you agreeing, Mapon? I'm confused or disagreeing. 
I, it's not even a, it's not even a degree um, disagree or agree thing. It's more to the point that it can happen, as in you can um, you can love someone without showing anything, and it's quite common in certain angles because people don't know how to translate that. So in their hearts, if anyone wants to ask them outside their household, do you love your kids? Of course, like I'll die for my kids. I'll whatever. But when it comes to the household themselves, They'll those individuals don't up. know that. You yeah. get what I mean? I, just, I mean, I disagree because even in the household, there's still things that you do that will show. It, like, okay, you're ha- talking about provider stuff, like I'm as, that, there as has per to the be dad. Maybe to he show is. That. Even if you're not showing it, maybe vocalizing, saying yeah, you love yeah. them, right? Yeah. The things you're gonna put in place, whether it's like, alright, cool, I'm gonna make sure I provide for the food, shelter. Like this is things to show that. Oh, That's I, tough love. Yeah, but yeah, then but, again, but, but then again, some people might do those things and not even love you. It might be done out of routine. I, I think, I but think, then yeah. sometimes, how do you know? That's what I'm saying. You don't. You don't know. But you don't know. obviously, and until you know, perhaps is where you think it's not. It's absent. So that's what I'm saying. Kids growing up in a in a family where there's no expression of love. Maybe even mum is not really like that because she's mm-hmm. dealing with her own things. So you think that your parents don't love you. Yes, you get paid. Maybe even in private school, you get sent to boarding school, and you're like, oh, my parents don't want me around. They always, whenever they get a chance, they're trying to send me out somewhere. You can grow up. Yeah, you got maybe they they the excuses that the government will lock me up if I don't provide for you or neglect. And so all you think is that it's a requirement. <laughs> it's, it's not by any love. It's maybe I feel that you didn't even want me, but now you've got me. You have to do it or be seen to be doing it. Yeah, but I'm saying like for me, I feel like you can't know like it would like you wouldn't know if it's love unless the person vocalizes it to you based on and based on the, whatever they're doing. So if the person just providing whatever, I'm saying this mm. is the way I show love. Yeah, right. Then that's love. But if the person doesn't say nothing, yeah, that's does whatever what, yeah, they do. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the point that we're making. I agree. Is there love there but or is there no love there? That's what I'm saying. I don't. How so, do we know so what, what the love is? What that's what I'm so, saying. No, but my, <laughs> the point that the point that I've tried to make is yeah. that you, I can love somebody or anyone can love somebody and not necessarily express it. Yeah. And that's a you thing. You can like you don't need to prove to somebody that you love them if yeah. you don't want to. Do you know what I mean, I I can love you. I can actually hate you right now. Yeah. yeah. But I don't need to tell you that i love you and I, neither do it. i need to tell you that i hate you mm. and i can go about my life you know for 16 more years or whatnot and you'll never know mm. but how i felt inside is how i felt inside like i don't feel like anyone needs to show anybody and perhaps for me this is where it comes in where you choose not to translate or communicate mm-hmm. you're leaving yourself open for others to assume that you don't know uh, yeah and that's perhaps what i'm actually referring is it possible to, to love someone and not show it. Yes. Yeah, that's what that's what we're trying to that's get to. Are you are you, <laughs> are you hearing it? Like in a sense that no, no, no. When I say that, in a sense that if you're in a dynamic where dad is usually it's the dad, dad is cold. Dad literally goes in, works, comes back, drinks, ain't got time for you, whatnot. But he's you can never say he's he's ever left you hungry or hasn't put a, a house over your head or whatnot. Mm. So, and you know he's been there. It's not as if he's gone off and started a new family or whatnot. He's here. So what do you call that? Yeah, but I don't think you're getting me. I'm saying go on, go on. in terms of how you show it as the person. Because, for example, that can be that same scenario. Yeah. That could be like, right, my way of showing I love you is this. And for you, yeah. you might be like, that's mad cold. I don't feel that love. Yeah. But his reasoning and his e- explanation of this is how I love yeah. that can just be mad cold. So I'm saying for anyone. Well, let me ask you, has dad expressed that that is his way of showing love? I'm saying at the love. end, right? Whenever there's a conversation at yeah. some point, right? Have the 30 years of the example yeah, you yeah. gave. It's like, oh, throughout this 30 years, da, 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 da. And he's like, yo, like, this is the way I show love. It could be provided when you say anybody, anyone can provide. Yeah, yeah. But that's his way. And I'm saying for somebody to feel like they love someone, right? So that is saying that they love this child. Wait, yeah. sorry, right? for, for the dad to feel like he, he loves he someone. Loves child, yeah, yeah, so okay. for anyone, so we're using the dad in this example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For anyone to feel like they love someone, yeah? Like, how do you love someone and not show it in your own way? 
So I'm not saying how they perceive it, how they receive um, it. Mm. How do you show like you can't? For me, I don't. I don't think you can love someone like truly love someone and not show it in whatever no, way. No, I, I, I think you, you can. Think you can. Why? Think why you do you can. think you can? It, look, it's not by force to show love. I'm not saying like, by force. No, exactly. No, because you can <laughs> love. You can. I've learned my lesson that you can love in your heart <laughs> and you stay at home. You're too quick with that one. Clearly, mate. I mean, that's not really. Yeah, reply, but, but but I guess your point is this: what way are you? What side are you looking at it from? Are you the child expecting to receive love, or are you the dad who can thirty years down the line now say I gave love? Which yeah, one? I'm saying the person, whoever the person is, yeah, mm. everybody gives their love differently. Yeah, right. It's not the same. So there was people who say tough love, people who say cold love, or whatever, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, right. How we interpret is how we interpret. That's fine. Yeah. That's why there's love languages as the receiving and giving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if somebody, like, how do you love someone, right, mm-hmm. and you don't show it in your own way. Because your own way can be cold. Your own because way Because be... you don't need to show it. Why must but you show it? I'm not saying you must. I'm saying I don't believe you can mm-hmm. love someone. It no, can you can. You can. You can. She's coming from experience, no, right? No, 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 no. I can only speak from my experience. Like, I think you really can. So explain what how that developed yeah, in I your experience. You're not really saying anything. You're just saying you can, you can. Not so I explain. No, go for it. Go for it. Tell me how you know. How you know. Um... Look, you see with this love and um, expressing and all that kind of stuff, mm. sometimes it's just, you have to deep that it's not appropriate. You know? What, expressing <laughs> love? See, that's what you're cutting me off to say something dumb. <laughs> Go for no, it, I mean, boy. You opened that one, boy. It's no, not appropriate. No, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking of, um, you know, a different type of love. Maybe like a romantic love yeah. right now. Obviously, yeah. if you're love talking about love, family. No, okay. no, there's different types of love. Bro, there is, there love is. Love is love. God doesn't say, oh, if you're romantic, eh, 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 love, eh, eh, eh. What's all the agape and all these your, different loves? That, yeah, there's what? different types of your love. Your partners and your pets and all that like kind I've, of stuff. Yeah, I forgot that. How you express love is different to the different people. But love no, 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 no. Say your partner and your and your, and your your mum. You're saying that's the same love now. What do you mean that's the same love? Love As is in, love. The, the no, action, no, no, no. I would put it no, under a different How category. I would the love is different. Because it's, no, but fine. The type of love, the way you love your wife or your partner, is that the same type the same of love? The same way I love. So the way I express love to my wife, the way I express love to my mom is different. The feeling, fine. Uh, uh, take out love. Take out the, the word love. Mm-hmm. The feeling you feel towards your, um, your partner, your wife, is up there, right? Mm-hmm. Is up there. The feeling you feel towards your mom, your sister, your dad even, is up there. Mm-hmm. Is it the same feeling that you're feeling? And I want to explain to you, it is the same feeling because at the pinnacle, right, is for me, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The pinnacle of love is, is dying. Right. Yeah. Mm. So if I can fully put myself, put my life on the line for my wife, but that's Sean's child, interpretation. So is your love dying? Yeah. Not, not, not explicitly, <laughs> but I mean, the that's feeling where you would wait, risk wait, wait, it. Sorry, yeah. Can I, can I ask you a question? It's not all my friends that I love, wait, but I'm not you, dying. Yeah. Sean, yeah, how do you know? Sean, if you're still alive and you feel sorry. Where is this going? I just know. Sorry. If you're still alive and you said that you, your um, pinnacle of love is dying for someone, then how do you know that that's you your chemical? How's your what? What she wanted to land with, I'm sure, is that how do you know that you've ever loved if you're still alive? You have to die, my guy. But that makes no sense. <laughs> But that's actually true. No, it doesn't because you have children. So well, when you say dying, what do you mean? Is it dying. sacrificing your life? Like, you know, you have, when you have kids, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if a bus is coming, you're going to jump yeah, under but, the bus. But how do you know you're going to do it? What do you mean, how do you know you're going to do it? Because you love your kids. And you put your life, you risk your life on the line for them. No, hey, 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 hey. We've because... actually crossed this bridge before, guys. We okay. know that some are willing to jump in front of bullets, me, but you and some are willing to jump off buildings. No. 
and your partner may think that you've been in love until that bus comes and you you stand there rather than step forward. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I guess I didn't love that person. Because I say this an action. Right, so you're not talking about the feeling. I'm choosing to love someone, and I'm mm. I'm willing to put my life. So does on that mean your partner will never know that you love them because it'll be too late at that point? <laughs> until it until, until it goes it left, like. until it goes <laughs> left. I'm so confused. So wait, hear this, hear this, hear this. I get what you're saying, but I think you're 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 hearing what he's saying too literally, maybe. So obviously, his his sentiment is that he's willing to give his life to save that or to protect another. Yeah. No. How do you know? So, is it, <laughs> in like, does it have to be a, a an instant thing? Like, no. But think about it. Even when we see it all the time, yeah. When you say, "All right, cool, a man of the house, right? What are you there to protect and provide?" Mm -hmm. are, are we, we going to ask every person who's in the marriage? How do you know you're going to protect your wife? And it's like, <laughs> no, but then how do you know? know? But how does your partner know huh? that you love them? Because if I was your partner, I would be a little bit concerned mm. that number one, you've never said. <laughs> <laughs> And second of all, you're waiting for a disaster to happen. But for, for me and you to really understand, no, but you're if adding we're verbs. no one said it, but nothing about s saying it or whatnot. Because you can say you, you love someone. You would say it. You would. Well, say it. that's what I'm wondering. Right. He would okay, say so it. you he would say it. Would say it. It's yeah, not no, just I'm, a case I'm, of I'm, look. I'm, I'm not going to say it because I don't know. No, no, I'm not even talking about none of that. I'm saying like you can say you love someone, yeah, but I'm just saying it. Anybody but for you anything. personally, in yeah, a relationship, so how do you show love, Sean? Access service. Access service. What's that to you? I don't know. No, no, I genuinely want to know what. Google what access service Are you serious right now? <laughs> yes, I'll Google, you, <laughs> Did you know. What, no, what is, no, no, what's, Google, you know. What, what's that? Anything. What is your own version of acts of service? It's literally anything. It's not a specific What's anything? Thing. Can you give me an example? Helping I just want someone out if they need to be helped. Mm. Acts of service. You know what acts of service is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, that. If they need to be helped. Yeah. As we say, no phones. Turn up all your phones. Who did that? It's not me. Oh, it's me. Hey, Jesus. I have the three phones on me. That's why. Hey, you, you, know, you know, you'd think. OG Eldred. It's not me. It's not me. I'm a lawyer. Well, yeah, the bottom, what I'm trying to say, yeah, I don't know if you're understood. I'm saying yeah, go the on, person go who, the dad in the case, yeah, who is expressing his love in his own particular way. And I'm saying that if. I lost my train of thought. Um, I guess it's. I. I guess what we started off is the types of love. I strongly believe there's different types of love. So what and, type of love? Huh? What types of love? I don't know the names. I remember agape. Agape is, the, I think, the romantic love, if I'm correct. Maybe I'm wrong. But there's different types. Like, I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know those. those, those yeah, 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 I think this was RE, religious. I think I, I heard this in. But there's different types. <laughs> you can have the kind of like um, sexual kind of love. And I don't mean just infatuation. I mean the kind of love you'd have for your wife and in that. Because mm -hmm. you're sexual, does that mean, that's what I'm saying, like, that's why it doesn't make any sense to me. Because right, let me, when you're being sexual, yeah. doesn't mean you love someone. All right, let me, no, no, let me break it hand. down. Let me break it down. Let don't go break. hand in hand. I, I agree with that point, but let me just go break it down. When I'm talking about the love you have for your wife, mm -hmm. it's the kind of love that makes you want to procreate. You want to build. You so want express to that love express that life, love with her through her, mm -hmm. through each other. But the expression is yeah. not the love. No, 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 no. The love is all encompassing. So with my wife, it's not just gonna be that one type of love. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be multiple ones. It's gonna be the family love. The it's also gonna be, as you're saying, maybe later down in life, the kind of platonic love where you just love her and what she brings to the table, the character, the respect that she has, and all these kind of things. And then you've maybe got the love where you idolize someone as someone that you want to aspire to. You want to be like them. You ad you adore them in that sense. That kind of love. So. All of these different things you have for different people. Some you have multiple in one person or whatever else, but they're all different ways of um, spreading love. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can all you can use a word love because it's everyone knows what the feeling means. But when you break it down, the way I feel towards my boys is not the way I'm gonna feel towards my mom. It's not the way I'm gonna feel towards my um, what's it called, my wife. It's not the way I'm gonna feel towards the guy who helped me um bus in my career or whatever else and um take on that new step. And I love that guy who really built me up and whatnot. And it's not the love that maybe I have for um someone in my community who i just aspire i i know i can't be like them but the way they kind of carry themselves i just got that kind of love for them like that's you that's how I, I see you it. might disagree because i mean <clears throat> let's just take this with a pinch of salt yeah where things can be in terms of the expression of love yeah it can be kind of like uh we can overlap so for example yeah. that situation i was reading on the group chat where the brother and sister that i decided to still be whatever yes yes, yes blood yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the same way where people would be like I'm riding for my boy. I want to take this bird, or uh, you know, the gang shit. It's love. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I you know guess so. so yeah. It's like how you express that love. Yeah, it's fine because of whatever feeling you feel mm. towards this person. If you have the people who literally will sleep with the brother and sister, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. we can talk about how morally wrong and whatnot it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That's a different side. But as I said, if these things can conjoin, then it's like the love is still the same. The actual love is still the same. Mm, How you express I don't, know, I don't, I don't agree with that. that. I Sorry. don't agree with that. Like that uh, means you have romantic feelings towards your sister. And but you, it's not yeah. even yeah, romantic like it's still, feelings and love. As I said, two different things. No, like. but it's a different way that you feel towards someone, which... But romantic feelings and love is not the same. So you could, yes, I'm agreeing with romantic feelings. That's no, it. But it's a form of love. I'm so confused. <clears throat> it's techie. I think it's even more techie than that. I think romantic feelings, yes... It can be love or it may not. Sometimes yeah, no, I it could be that, lust, actually. it could be just yeah. attraction. And I'm not talking about the things that can be. I'm, I'm talking, talking about things that stays the same. Is what you just call that love. No, I'm saying that the love is not, it can be, cannot be. We're talking about whether the romantic feelings or mm. what you decide to do to show that. For me, how would I, how would I put it? Right. When you say, oh, I have romantic feelings for this person, it just means there's a, what, it might be infatuation. Right? Mm-hmm. It could be you just go into a relationship, you just go into a relationship, all these little things, yeah. But that doesn't necessarily sustain. Yeah, but yeah. the love you have for someone does sustain, right? I agree. That's the difference I'd make. Yeah. So when you have romantic feelings for whatever your partner and whatnot, yeah, you could be together for two years, three years, or however long. Doesn't mean you love that person. So, but if you love that person, I'm not. I'm not saying how do you show that you love this person. That's why for me, it's like if I'm willing to risk my life for you, that across the board is the same. So when you say that, let's take away the risk of your life. Is it just the the level of intense feeling? Oh, far far outweighs that you'd feel for uh, another person that you like or you respect or whatever. But it's not more. It's not more so the feeling because I'm choosing to love this person. The feeling is there, and feelings go up and down, right? Mm. Wait, sorry, sorry. Just to um, add, is your your love not um, unconditional then, since you're choosing to love the person, or are you but choosing to express? Uh, no, but the it love? is unconditional because I'm choosing to love you. So I'm no, s- I'm that's choosing- unconditional. Unconditional means you you're gonna choose. love the person regardless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but if you no love con- the person regardless, how, you have to show that though. How would you know? No, you so what I'm regardless? saying is, are you saying that your expression of love is what you choose to show, as opposed to like um, your love being unconditional? Because you know when people get married and say, no, when you're saying I choose to love, so you're saying you choose to love this person or whoever you choose. You to know love. when you get married, yeah, and mm-hmm. and they're saying, ah, oh, cool, for better for worse, up down, blah blah blah. So basically, all the situations like you're here in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you've made that decision now. You feel whatever you feel. And tomorrow you can feel differently. But you've made a decision now, mm-hmm. right? To be like, I'm riding with you till we die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. So when you're saying, ah, right, cool, you can't choose to, it's based on how you feel, that changes all the time. That's not enough for you. To me, a feeling <coughs> is not enough for you to sustain an unconditional love. It's not enough. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of 
the feeling of love as in you when you say you choose to love you choose so basically you choose to do the action of love as in you choose to choose them every day as opposed to the actual pure feeling of i love you regardless because like if you guys know what I mean, because like, you know, mm. that pure feeling of I love you regardless of how much you piss me off. Like, you know, mm. my dad can piss me off and I, I I know I'm not even trying to chat to you for, I don't know, six months or whatnot. <laughs> but I still love you, even yeah, though yeah, I'm yeah. so angry at you mm-hmm. and mm. I will still love you. Like, regardless yeah, yeah. of near or far maybe, or whatnot. Maybe in that situation, all it takes is for something bad to happen. And then she jump into I will die for you kind of mode, which maybe proves the love in, in that sense. So that that that's the kind of interpretation I lean more towards where it's, it goes beyond you. The way I feel towards you because of X, Y, Z, maybe it started in my childhood and it's just what's been built. But the way I feel towards you now is just, I love you and I would do anything I could. Whether or not in the moment I would put my life there, there that the moment has to come maybe. Not to say I wouldn't want to, but as you're saying, you don't know, fight, freeze, whatever, flee. Those are the kind of things are human. We're human. Levels, levels. Fleas. That's it. That's it. Fight, flee, boy. More than that. But um, that's the kind of sentiment I would say. Like it's a, it is a somewhat, somewhat unconditional. Um, I struggle with unconditional because we are human. We're fallible. But yeah, as close as unconditional can get, which is your immediate nuclear family, you'd hope your mum, your dad, whatnot. Um, and then obviously the person you want to spend your life with, ultimately, and your kids, your kids your kids that uh, that's the closest i'd say is i've not had kids yet but um Me yeah, i need to see when that happens you know see oh no because no, i always ask mothers and stuff like mm. you know do you feel different now like do you feel like oh my gosh like i'll do anything for this child i remember asking um one of my friends who gave birth and she was just like not gonna lie i i, I don't even deep it yet but maybe as time goes on, and that was the first time I felt like someone's actually told me the truth, but that's probably because she's my friend, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? But she was just like, she hasn't deeped it yet. She don't feel like, oh, I have a child. or So like, I, I completely respect that. And I think on your day-to-day with all the traumas traumas and struggles, particularly as a woman, and even more as a single mum, you, you so much drama, so much hard times that, yeah, you'd feel sometimes that I don't know how I'd feel. But I would hope, the minute something serious happens or the risk of something serious happens or there's some danger to that child, my friend, that's when I'll switch into action. Sorry, that's can I just say, this makes me think of the video. I don't know if you guys saw the lady that pushed the bear when someone oh, was yeah. trying I to... I saw that. I did see uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or her yeah, dog. Yeah, I see that. I feel like, yeah, that, that yeah, is the I guess time so. you when you see just it? go into yeah, protective can I, mode. Can I answer that? I was just about to ask, like, <clears throat> do you think you can get to that unconditional love when you're kind of put in front of someone who's innocent? Because I look at like animals, for example. Because mm-hmm. when I think about, like, obviously the dog that I have, <laughs> if he's in any danger, I feel like my instinct will just be like, you're helpless. So I have to. Yeah, you're jumping. Yeah, I have you're to. Even if yeah, I can imagine my, it. Yeah. Even if even I have to put my life at risk, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I might not want to. Yeah. But it's like, just that instinct of straight, I'm going to. And I think the same with children where you probably get the unconditional love because you're you just a crazy. pure, innocent person. It's funny, who, I've seen you at Blue, and yeah, I've seen the love. But you I feel know, like when, other, when you see, I don't know if it's a thing with you, people who are maybe your adults, some kind of have more initiative on on how to move in life or navigate. Mm. Is it almost like a stain where it's like you're coming from your own end, I'm coming from my own end. But when you're like seeing a little baby or a puppy or a dog or whatever yeah, that has tough. some innocence, you just feel like you know what, yeah, I'm protecting you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So maybe you get that love a lot quicker and it's just instant because you feel like oh, I have to go into protect um, protection mode. So that's why I feel like. It's not. It's not impossible to be have unconditional love with your partner, but it's it's, it's very it's hard to get there because it's very pure. Because that yeah, what you I, see I from your children is very that. very 
pure love straight away. I can definitely hear that. Um, I think, yeah, that point even on the protection element, whether that extends to just vulnerable people. I remember in, in primary school, particularly, I was from a young age, regardless, there was always like certain people. I never really liked people that bullied people. I'd never been bullied in my life. But even if I teased or got into a sighting with someone, the minute I think it was going too far, an element of protectiveness because that person's vulnerable yeah, would come in. So I'd say something or stand up for somebody in some situation, or even if it really escalated, I'd defend that person physically. But that comes from a place where I think you can't do it alone. Whether that's a kid, you lots are saying animals, I, just, I haven't got there yet at all. Let me not tell you, <laughs> if a dog was in danger, that's a dog eat all dog world, you know? You know, so, you know what I'm saying? So, but the sentiment of being able to protect, I think is is human and natural to men and women alike. It just depends on the situation. It's women and beyond humans, it's them, them that actually ride the most for the kids. They're the most dangerous. If you trouble a mother elsewhere in nature, but that, that's but the that, biggest threat. That's why I put unconditional love with you know, risking your life because when we do look about all these, I guess, stand up fathers and whatnot, like when the, someone's breaking into the house, we've seen videos on going viral. When I think I can't remember what it was, I don't know if it was an Asian brother in mm. England, yeah, he fought him off, he fought exactly. him out the yeah. house. It's like One straight, guy. you're like there to protect who, mm. like, even if you have to, you know, that's the end for you. you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're not thinking twice about it. And that's what I mean when you're gonna put your life at risk because it's the same with your dog, same with your child, like, mm. you're not thinking, oh, yeah, what about me? You're thinking. Mm. Nah, like I'm really, that's it. Like you're going straight. So that's how I see it. And until you, it's not easy to get to that point, but but that's what I also think that's where everyone should be aiming mm. to get to. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's an aspiration, I'd say. Um, it's hard in this world because many people don't value those types of love, the things that can't be seen or shown or or touched. So um, it's it's hard to kind of have that across the board. But yeah, you can definitely find that within yourself and within your own people that you love. But yeah, it's yeah, interesting one. Why did you get to this? Oh, you got to some blue blue. We saw so much love from that show, you know. <laughs> Imagine. But um yeah, that's it was interesting. I, I must say we can move on by if you go anything. No, go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I was gonna say with the I know the the um pool, like a lot of his stances um are very traditional. His stance in general? Yeah. Or, okay. Very traditional. Mm-hmm. And like women like this whole traditional. Work. When you say traditional, what do you mean by that? Then, as in the points that he makes, whether it's oh yeah, um, don't show your body in a certain type of light or whatever. Like I okay. think with the Instagram shit or whatever, she was okay. dancing, shaking her bum, da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. A little bit extreme, but I mean, literally, literally the Muslims that you're only gonna see their eyes, isn't it? So it's not that extreme in the world that we live in. Do you know what I mean, it's it depends. Just, it depends what your values are exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but, mm, yeah I, mean, I don't. It's not. People understand it when it's religious. People understand, like, you're cool. Yeah. The purpose can, or whatever. You can, if you you're not in that, if that's not your practice, then people will question why you're doing that. So if you're Christian and you and you had the same sentiments, people will question it. But if you're Muslim and, you know, they understand, ah, cool, your wife is sick, blah, 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 whatever, they will, they, they will leave it alone. So a lot of his views are, are traditional and it's almost a thing where, like, people want to kind of pick and choose but I always think, bits. how did you meet the person? Because if you're going to, like, implement traditional values when the person didn't present that to begin with, mm. then that's changing a person. And then that's on mm. you. Like, you can't control someone in that way. And sorry, you can't control someone in that way and expect them to suddenly be traditional and then talk down to them if they are being themselves to mm. an extent. But I'm sure when Shoma met, her, met him, this is how he's always been. 
right, the provider, like, you know, talking about how he's a provider, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing we do when we talk about like, one of the guys who do does certain things. Is like we all want. I think maybe men do, probably do it as well, right? Mm-hmm. But you're picking and choosing what you want from yeah. tradition and what you want from modern, and you know, trying to merge it together. Yeah, and it's picking the best things out of of both situations. But no one's really admitting that's what they're doing. They'll be like, oh yeah, I want a traditional man. But not really, because if you know want if you really want a traditional man, you probably would not be happy. You'll be a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you probably wouldn't have you feel like you have, don't have much rights and all that type of stuff. So it's like I think people just need to be more honest about the little specific things. Like the point is that they want. So the, the little uh, I will have this and you can have that. Rather than like, I want a traditional man or I want a modern woman, it's because it's compromise in your it traditional is. values. But um I would say even on that note, um, Maybe I'm a bit more cautious when we're using traditional as a w- in, in particular in relation to um, Paul and his situation because from what I understood of it, as you're saying, Desiree, how he met her was from the Insta. He liked yeah, everything that the Insta. man in the in the comments are liking mm. and saying the same thing. Um, so I think his situation personally is more insecurity than tradition. Yeah, maybe men in general, traditionally as we know them, have a lot of insecurities, whether that means being shown up um, in public whether that means being out outshone by their partner the women who's meant to maybe take a more reserve view and all of these things so i dope? think huh? Is it I'm, I'm just putting it out there i'm, I'm maybe playing huh? genuinely i think a lot of these things that we see as traditional and we just hold on to because this is what we've known are very dysfunctional i put it out there i don't think they are conducive to the kind of relationships that we want to grow and i think that as much as benefit as we can take from what we grew up with and what we know and as i said we're all different anyway so that's the starting point but um i think we make too many excuses for other nonsense that we put up with whether it's men or women i think so i'm always of the mind that as much as you can take from society and culture particularly as opposed to tradition per se um you've got to build that relationship with your person individually and it's not for me to tell you what's acceptable or not in your relationship if that's what you agree between you and your partner how it manifests in the wider scheme of things is where me and you may come into difficulty because if it affects me, then I might have to say something. But on the whole, do your thing, I'll do my thing. In a few years, we'll evaluate if we're even still live with the same people. So um, that's that's the first point. But the second point um, I would say is in his situation, um, it wasn't just where, say, for example, he was of that mindset from the get-go. Because from what I understand, he went through his own bout of depression. He was very fat. It was very large. Mm. And he was, yeah, he was in a low point. He weren't on the motivation he's on now. And in large part, whether that's his own drive and being able to overcome some of these things personally, which he did do by himself from the from the show, but also whatever Chioma actually added value to and allowed him the comfortability to feel that he's a man in his own right, even at the start. And now she wants to make it even more refined, better man. So I think those are different considerations also you need to look at. But um, I think if something is toxic and you can say that with your chest, call it for what it is. Don't call a spade a spade because it's not for you to be making excuses and say, oh, because we're both Nigerian or oh, because <laughs> of this. My friend, look, do look how many divisions there are even amongst ourselves that we're now relying on standards that just aren't standards really. So I think, as I said, I'm not knocking our culture. There's so much richness and goodness that comes from what we know and yes when we arrive here we can clearly see the difference between us and some of the other people here <laughs> but the reality is let's not come out here and pretend as if everything is rosy in our own gardens there's a lot of shit that goes on is it um 
I mean, we're almost kind of comparing, I guess, different generations. But if people were, let's say, living in the, because there are loads of people who live in third world countries, let's say Nigeria or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are in certain dynamics in a relationship where they're happy because mm-hmm. they don't all know anything else. Or maybe they're Perhaps. comfortable with how little they have to do contribute yeah. to the relationship, for Perhaps. example, right? So is that thing of, like, one is better than the other? Or because it's almost seen down, like, okay, cool. Everybody back in the day was just unhappy. Do you know what I'm saying? That's mm. just the narrative now. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, that's that's, Anything that's back cat. Then they, they no. were unhappy and they were suffering. Mm. <laughs> the men were killing the women. What is, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? So I don't, I don't. It's not as simplistic as that, no. <laughs> I think it, hindsight is such a gift to some people. Many people just hold on to that and want to now create a narrative revising the past looking at it as everything was negative we've come here because it we had to constantly seek improvements no sometimes we've actually backtracked in the ways that we was was moving before and you see that today because i don't know like i've i've heard a few times like when they do like happiness studies i don't even know what the criteria for it is but it tends to be the poorer more um third world or second world whatever you want to call it who are the happiest people who seem to have nothing Mm. and as i was saying before all these problems that we create ourselves these first world problems and yeah. we stress ourselves and we we're sweating over these things that are not actually real they're not actually realities that we need to be kind of bothering ourselves with so i think that is that plays its part as well like too often because we've arrived uh, per se we think that everything else in the in the past was negative or we needed to do away with it and i don't agree with that mm-hmm. i think we've lost a lot of shit um that many people was actually the foundation of these marriages that just aren't around today because a lot of women now would um I put it that they would prefer what's it not to prefer to have to not to have the independence the option is good mm. but if they could choose given the options that they, they have mm-hmm. they'll prefer to have less independence and let the man handle whatever he needs to handle and you know what yeah everything's sorted out everything's paid for that's da, pretty da, 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 much da, da. it because women don't need to work talk about okay i need my rent paid i need the how ha- all oh, the bags the shoes the this that and the other that's like kind of the modern day version of you better look after me. Like, but then I need it to is. It's independence though. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're independent and you kind of want this as well, then it's almost like a contradiction because you're doing the man's job now. The man's kind of provide. It was meant, I guess, back then. It's meant to provide, protect all that type of stuff. And now you're kind of like, all right, well, we're doing the same thing. I feel like they're just smarter because they're just like, instead of me being in the house, mm. give me my own place so that I'm actually free to do whatever. But to show that you still do care about me, I need you to be a provider role. So if as a man, you're willing to do that in the sense of understand that, yes, I have this girl. She may not be my wife. She's my partner, but I'm going to look after her. I'm going to do all the provider roles. But in the back of your head, you know that she's still independent because she still lives by herself. She's got her own thing. Then How does that What, work? that you're paying for? Yeah, that you're paying for. There's men oh. out there that will pay for apartments. I know they're there. I know they're there, but I'm just saying, are we? is this what we're aspiring to? Or <laughs> I mean, each to their own. How does that work? I'm very so basically, you're saying the woman can do exactly everything the old man can do <laughs> but you still want the man to still provide and pro- protect this woman i don't get it if and in, and in his mindset he's given independence to yeah, her. i'm confused like how does it balance off because before back in the day it was a balance mm-hmm. right it's like the woman takes care of whatever the household stuff and she was doing anything else like back then women can still run little businesses here and there mm-hmm. right not all no, the guys liked being in control back in the day yeah, no, so that was a trade-off no, i'm no. gonna take care of you but you have to listen to me because you're dependent on me no because my mom my dad sorted out a business i said mom. back in the day back i don't in the know day, it's literally that last generation okay. 
okay. my, my parents are living through that. Okay. So like mm-hmm. my dad is my mom is literally a housewife. Mm-hmm. Like that's what she is. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. My, my mom sort of like my dad sort of like a, a little business for her to do whatever she wanted to I'll do. Keep it, but yeah. in terms of the money, he's bringing all the bread. She handles the little whatever. But he, she's never gonna get to the level that he's at because he's the provider. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying when it's now becomes unbalanced or maybe on the same level, then how I don't understand how this the gender roles are still going to be applied because you want the guy to still provide and protect. You have your own house. You're still working, earning the same amount as him. So how does it work? Because I feel like if he's earning the same amount and you're like, you know what, yeah, I'm going to handle my little business, whatever, handle the kids, handle the house, that's cool because there's a little bit of balance. Like he knows his part mm. and you know your part. But if, if it's like, oh, you're doing the independent thing and he wants you to take care of the house, and you're thinking, brother, I got... I got <laughs> Mm. I got, I got a meeting to, in the morning. To do with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got work to to handle. So it's like, how? Where's the? I'm just trying to understand the balance. I'm not saying it was wrong, but I'm just trying to understand the balance nowadays. Anyways, like I feel like it's just each woman by woman, case by case. That's some women, and I feel like even if we were to ask our parents, some parents were actually happy to be housewomen. Yeah, it was just it was. like, you know what? I was actually completely fine at home. Mm. Your dad or whoever was out the house for hours. I could go shopping. I could do whatever. So I feel like what's kind of sad is that we've made the assumption that it was suffering and sad. Yeah. There's and a lot of power in being a housewoman. Really? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In a sense of you are the, you build your family, you nurture and you shape. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be by making the leader decisions, but the kind of love from an early tender age you build and install in your kids, male or female, mm-hmm. you are able. It is no, there's no like, what's it called, a surprise per se, when sometimes divorce happens and then the kids choose, particularly older kids, they choose to side with the mum, mm-hmm. and that's because of the presence that that mum installed. And yeah, she maybe had never had a job, maybe she was never an earner, and she had to rely on so-called hands out for hand outs from dad mm. but at the end of the day she built the family if you're talking about who was there in the field it was mom mm-hmm. not dad so and that's that's how things play out and um it's it's kind of mad do you think that's why there's less there were less divorces then because there was that like right, you you know what you're doing i know what i doing, and this is what makes our family work smoothly and obviously feelings here and there might get hurt but then i, I think i would think say it's because people held the traditional <coughs> like there was a shame that came I, I agree, yeah I agree. divorce not social because, stigma <laughs> i think yeah that, that was and i don't think the woman would part. get a lot either <laughs> like when what? you're thinking of divorce back then i'm sure they would try and take half on whatever but i'm sure it's harder for a woman that spent the majority of her younger years being a housewife to then come out of a divorce with no skills and whatever like how are you going to find a job you're just going to be able to mm-hmm. be doing the minimum so i feel like that would be a fear for a woman where it's just like you know what let me weigh it out and it's probably best that i stay in this situation especially back then where it's just kind of like again it was looked down on um mm-hmm. it's like where are you going at your grown age now mm-hmm. back to your parents house or yeah you know it's not as if you're like it's not like these days where you can still kind of like I, I don't know, be older and trendier and all that whatnot yeah, and date. Yeah. Well, restart or, your life. Yeah, you can, you can know? retrain your skills. You can do, th- those options aren't really there back in the day. And we saw that um, in like the kind of careers that feel like all oh, the shipbuilding and all that. You, you can't change your life. Once that's kind of redundant, you're on your own kind of thing. So not everyone had internet and all these other options and opportunities. So you think we should just get rid of marriage? Well, what huh? I'm hearing, uh, no, cause I, I, no. No, cause what I'm hearing, yeah, is <laughs> there's this always is gonna so be extreme. no, no, because there's literally there's get always, rid of reform first. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say re- reform, my reform is, uh, doing is away different. With, than, but, like the reason I say get rid, yeah, 
obviously I'm just being very extreme. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because it's always going to be a breaking point for someone. And the vows, or maybe just change the vows. So people what? understand like it's not I don't think it's the vows though. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's, it's the vows. It's the it's, it's the implications of that bond, of that legal bond as well. I'm not saying legal is the most important thing, but what it means the minute you're you you're you're seen as one in many ways. And undoing all that as well as the social stigma as well as the financial costs as well as all these other things makes it a lot harder but i feel it's getting a lot easier nowadays to get divorced so 100%. so yeah, that that yeah. reform and, and whatnot is happening under our very eyes like it's it's happening to what though to a lot we'll put it this way it's we're moving towards a no fault kind of um situation whereas i mean Divorce, you had to prove someone was at fault or someone. There has to be certain characteristics that you can prove in court to justify a divorce. And that includes, as you're saying, staying or being separated for a period of at least a year. Mm-hmm. So that is being eroded with. So you can actually just genuinely say, we're not working. So let's kind of... What, I don't, it doesn't even hold the same weight anymore. It doesn't hold but the same the weight. Point? But at the same time, it, it holds a lot of weight to mm-hmm. some people. Because at the and time, when you're saying all those vows, you feel like you've got the person. You guys are going to ride this out when you're saying till death do us part and whatever. You're standing mm. there believing it, not like, uh, sure, we'll see how it goes in the few months. You don't want to feel like that for the rest of your life. Well, I hope so. I feel like <laughs> hope you, me, you go into it with the intention of yeah, trying. Yeah, the marriage back, back to what we were speaking about earlier. It's all a matter of perspective. And some people's <laughs> perspective are like optimistic and mm. they are going to try and as much as they can to ride for their relationship or whatnot to the end. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying this if, if you're deciding to do something, mm-hmm. same way people <coughs> decide, you know what, yeah, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to be vegan for the rest of my life. Right? Mm. People do that. That sounds a bit more scarier than marriage, honestly, <laughs> because I feel like you can backtrack a lot easier. Being ve- there's no real problem if you go no, back. No, I hear that, but I'm saying the fact that people can stick by that. I'm just saying when you you're choosing to do an action and you're like, I'm gonna dedicate my life to doing this. Mm-hmm. I feel that that holds more weight than just oh, I feel like I, I want to do this thing because that changes all the time, man. You, the, <coughs> the days you wake up, yeah, you don't want to go training. Do you think it, you can really wake up and not be in love with someone? Wake up overnight, you mean? Yeah, overnight. <coughs> I don't think it. I feel like it's got to be a process. Yeah, I think it process. has to be a process. There's yeah. no overnight. Like, you, are you, when we say that, we're talking about an event changes your whole perception of someone. Actually, yeah, that can happen. That can happen. You can, you believe that? I right? think something so drastic can happen. I, don't yeah, think so. that, I think something drastic can happen. And so you, if you, you see them in a completely different light and uh, you're just like, no, nah, I'm actually okay. <laughs> you, know, you know why I say that? Yeah, because even for, I say this all the time, even for like certain music artists, yeah, like I'm so in love with the music mm-hmm. that I've given them a pass on everything. Genuinely. We found this okay. out early. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if I You're can do that, yeah, <laughs> because I, I'm a, I love the music that much, yeah. I'm like, you know what, yeah. I, there's not, you can't do wrong in my eye anymore. And they could probably do wrong. Like, but is that how you feel? Like, when, you, when you say that, is it your your love or affection for the person mm. is attached to them or is it attached solely to the product? To the product. Music? That's but what I'm saying. I'm saying the pro- what, I've, what the product's given me. Right, you've done so much in my life. For, so forget about what you do in the future. Okay. So you're going to release shit in the future and okay. you'll still love it yeah but you've done so much for me already okay okay music right? is that kind of thing yeah I'm that, not gonna lie. Uh, you know what yeah you can do no wrong so that's what i'm saying well you're you forgiven for yeah, yeah i can like, ignore yeah, the rest can, because yeah, i've got not, what i needed from like, it and even if you i'll support it oh i don't know about that one but, um, <laughs> i will yeah look sean's a stan I, whoever the artist is <laughs> you're standing regardless Wait, like it, it i can definitely say there's certain artists that 
no matter what I hear about you, I will choose to look the other way and remember <laughs> you as I did. And I, as funny as that seems, many people, that's their relationship with their family members True. and the people yeah. that they love. Yeah, when you hear that your, your son is now a serial killer or has done a mad thing, <laughs> what, what, which one now? Which one now? And this is why this is why I keep saying yeah, that love does not change. When we keep talking about oh yeah, romantic, it's, it's like it, the f- true form of it, it it's, it's constant. Do you know what it sounds like? If you were to be in love, you could do it properly then. Yeah, because 100%. if you're as in like the oh, way that Sean is. No, but if I'm choosing to love you, I'm choosing to love you. Being in love is a feeling. If you can talk about an artist a... that way, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like no, no, hundred percent. Imagine a person that imagine you actually get person. to meet and be around and all that kind no, of stuff. Oh, this 100%. guy has a heart, you know. Come on, <laughs> yeah. it's not I'm ice man. Okay. Sometimes, one hundred percent. That's what I said. The in love <laughs> bit is the, it, mm. it's the it's the least of of whatever the whole thing is. That's just the beginning bit. So a little bit of feeling that could be mm. factual. So then you could do marriage. No, I'm not saying I can't. But uh, you you said you wanted to get rid of it, or we should get rid of it. I'm saying generally losing its purpose. I'm not saying I can't do marriage. I'm just saying if I'm choosing to love someone, then I'm choosing to love them, and it is what it is. Like it's like you know what, yeah. You can do no. You might. I may be irritated. Like same way, like people who are I really love. Like they fucked up. I'm like, bro, you <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> you having these conversations with yourself yeah, and like, they didn't you even realize up, it. You know what it is. What it is. And like, <laughs> man, still. You know what I'm saying. Like, I'm still here for the. Mm, you know Way. That's how it gets. Maybe, bro. I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just. I'm, maybe, maybe I'm the weird one in it. Who knows? I don't know. But <laughs> seems like I'm the only one here. <laughs> That's on the side. Hey. All right, well, I think I'll end it on a subject that I saw. Um, I think I saw it on YouTube, actually. Um, it was a headline saying, um, millionaire sues... Let me start that again. So um, I think it was a headline um, regarding a millionaire who finds out his three children aren't his, and then he sues his wife. And um, if I give you a bit of background, um, so this person, I think he'd been with his wife for around 25 years That's or so. so wicked. Um, his kids are, I think, 23 and going down to like 17. Shit. And um, obviously they'd been having unprotected sex throughout oh, the relationship and the marriage. Women. Three times. Yeah, three or times. minimum three minimum, times. Minimum, minimum <laughs> three times. But yeah, three kids are not his. And the way he found out is that they had got divorced, supposedly amicably, um, still respected, still there for the kids and whatnot. And he'd found another partner. Mm-hmm. Now... Um, I think something happened in in his situation where um, I think he had an accident or something where he went into hospital to get tests or something and it found out he had, I think it was cystic fibrosis or one of those really debilitating diseases. Now, the problem with that, that the disease is that you probably start off with it from a kid and it usually kills people by the age of 30. He's like 45 going on 50. Wow. And what it means is that those, I think 90% or something ridiculous like that of people who have it can never have kids from the start. So, and he Bruh. was, and his, he developed the story. He was saying that um, he'd gone for, obviously they'd been having sex for a while and they'd been trying and then they went for um, treatment or at least to see if what the options were. And then they were offered something. I think the male has to be tested first and then the female, whatever. But um, the wife was basically kind of like after the meeting, oh, even though they told us our chances are low or whatever, um, I still think that we sh- God God has a plan for us or there's something has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. So shortly after that meeting now, she's pregnant. So, um, and he just, she told him that clearly I was right, that this is the plan of God and this is the other. See how so people he's bring thinking, God into this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boy. And he was saying, um, 
all right, cool. He believed it, although he was a bit still suspect as mm. from what he was told. But he, he, he kind of took it on, and a couple of years later, he had number two. Yeah. Three years after that, number three. And as I said, it only came when he was with his new partner doing all these other tests and being told that. And that means that all these kids that he's raised up until their oh ages, their ripe Lord. ages, and put all that money. He's a millionaire, obviously. He's been working crazy hours yeah. doing all of that. He's been catering to his wife. And even though they broke up and whatnot, he still loved her because he thought it was ended there. So mm. having lived a life 25 years of deception now, mm. what do you do? Like, I'm not saying what he did. Like, he's suing her. Like, he wants, I think he wants a quarter mil, 250 grand. Okay. Okay. Um, I've seen that for what? Huh? distresses. For, for the, yeah, for the, for, for effectively being scammed. Fraud. I think he Are they fraud. American too? No, British, British. Oh, and okay, that's where, where. Like so they went, to the, they went to the British courts and he alleged fraud. Wet. White. Yeah, white. They're both white. So what, what do you guys think about that situation anyway? Firstly, the kids are innocent. So mm. I'm glad and, that he's not going on. And let me, I'll add, I'll add the caveat after, but go on, yeah, go on. No, that's what I'm just thinking. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like for him, he's always going to be those kids' father. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, biologically, no, but you were a part of their lives mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I do have a question I would love to know from the lady. Did she go with the same guy? Yeah, no, I was thinking that. <laughs> that we <laughs> don't know. And them. I think as it went to court and he did win in the end, he got his okay. 250 grand. I think it was even a settlement, so maybe he wanted wow. more. But um, <laughs> with that, during the process... Whether it's spite or not, he offered a five grand reward for the guy who fathered the kids to come forward. Only five grand. It was, but he he he. I think part of the plan was to get someone up to prove the infidelity, to prove okay, the fraud okay, and whatnot. Because okay. she was throughout the case, she was maintaining that she was still Sweet. he was still the dad. It, um, I don't, it doesn't matter what the tests are saying, but he's still the dad. And obviously, he couldn't disprove Sperm it. Sperm so. donor. Boy, boy. And I guess now is the point to add. Um, <laughs> He was asked, um, how does he feel about the kids? Do you, you still love them the same? And he was like, I can't. I can't no. love. He still loves them and still wants a relationship and whatnot. But I can't love them the same because of the level of the oh. deception, the fraud. And I think um, oh, no. I think the kids also, there was a lot of resentment towards him because of how it, the court case made mum feel and made her look mm. perceived in the media and mm. everything like that. And that's three boys. It's three boys. We all were riding with mum and I think one of them is a bit more understanding but still thinks he did the wrong thing with continuing it. Wow. Um, what's the guy meant to do? That's that's what I'm asking you guys. What would you do? Do you think he accept it was acceptable how he behaved? Do you think it's too like contractual yeah, in that even, sense? He even went like yeah, yeah, I would ask for more. No, I forgot for more. <laughs> I'd have cut her legs out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not trying to do jail time for no nah, one it's for long, a situation it's long. like this. <clears throat> People get killed for that shit, you know. Oh, I could imagine. Well, more than that, more. I could imagine. Like, that's like, I don't. Three. So 25 years, though. This lies, lies. Your, like, your whole life. Oh my! Do you know how mad that is? The first time you could say it's an accident. You know, I stepped out. That's what I'm saying. Secret to the grave. The next kids are obviously gonna be ours, or of course he can't have kids, so just stop there. Mm. But the second time, you didn't think, whoa, okay, I need to slow down. Then there's a third. You just don't care. So anything that comes away. And then the fourth way, is maintaining this throughout the <laughs> case. No, no, no. Three uh, kids. But yeah. throughout the case, you're saying, no, he's still the dad. Doesn't matter what the scientists are saying. The Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not settling because he's still the... Do you know how mad that is? That's, That's who you want holding your secrets. That one there. You know what's crazy though? When I... I don't even know where to start with this one. perspective, like... Go for it. Devil's I want to hear this. I just kind of feel like, okay, cool. Um, She found out that he's infertile and... 
she was with him. She didn't know. Well, maybe she knew. No, they said they yeah. can't have kids, innit? The advice was that, yeah, yeah. She yeah. said she knew. I'll, I'll give you that. She knew. She knew. Yeah. He didn't know, but he, she knew. <laughs> yeah. So then I'm just thinking, she's just like, I want to stay with him, but I, I want to have kids. You know mm. what I mean? So she probably didn't want to do the adoption route or whatnot. She probably wanted to have kids of her own. Mm. So she was just like, let me just trick him. She said secure the bag. Secure the bag. He's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. So of course. It was set good. And this is just what? That's so crazy. Yes, I feel so sorry for him. brave that is. We used to be feel like I'm gonna get away with this. Like, I you're, know, you're crazy. I like, know. That's, that's, that's oh my god! Like and it's greed. And live with yourself. And, and when you bring God into it, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I think he was saying, um, when they went to the con, he obviously the day his life changed when he went to the consultation and he understood he had this cystic fibrosis. I so I think the first thing he did is he called her up, just asking her, please, just this is your chance. <laughs> um come out with it just tell me what the situation was tell me if they're mine or not would because the doctors are telling exactly. me exactly i would keep up my and life he was like if you if you tell me now then we can arrange something whether you want me how we tell the kids or whatnot and maybe if you want me there then i can be there if you don't then fine but you we can talk now. about it it's a bit scary and my goal was maintaining <laughs> none of the above none of the above and I get it because obviously if you've been caught out, not instantly you're gonna be like, oh my god, let me put my hands up. I can't yeah, believe it. I'm so, so cool. sorry. Nah. Why did she just hang up <laughs> and, and <laughs> ran away? It's, it's actually so mad. She must have prepared. Like you must have had in the back of your mind. Let me stack if something to the came, side or if whatever. Yeah, came. if this day came, this is my alibi. This is what happened. X, Y, and Z. No, but you know when it's been so long, straight for, hey, I've got Yeah, I bust this. Careless. After 18 of the first one, I was yeah, like, I'll bust this. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> solid in this thing. That's careless. That is That's so what happens with greed. Major. I don't know why they, they split it's up. Funny how it, when too. they say, like, the truth always comes to light. Yeah. <coughs> it does, it does, but. Oh, that one is devilish. That's so hey. devilish. Oh, I've, I, God, I. God bless this man. <laughs> I felt for my man. That's absolutely. And now he's never going to be able to have kids. No, he was never he able was to have this. <laughs> it's sad, but as in, like you got your new you. partner. You. It's not even you. like you can move on from That's this. That's what it is. It's you're like, still fighting that battle. You're still oh. fighting this battle. I don't know how old you are, but obviously, old guys can mm-hmm. keep having kids to whatever age. But it's not even an option. And the kids that you do have, you don't love them mm. like that. Or oh. so did she I, come clean in the end? Or I, um, I think this. I think part of the case made her lawyers through her lawyers have to admit they weren't hints i think it was this the illness um is hereditary so your kids will probably get it and what that means obviously is first is the low um um what's it called longevity of your life you'll probably die before 30 and so what happened with that is they had to make certain declarations in relation to the boys whether or not they had this and they had to do the test they had to do all of that and that's when mum had to say all right cool for the legal purposes of this, they are not your kids. Uh, are lawyers allowed to lie? Like, if let's say you have a uh, uh, a client here and he tells you, ah, this is the situation, how are we gonna mm. spin it to? Are they are they are they allowed to to kind of like okay, cool? Let me see if I can add this. Or based on a lie, you're around the me. truth. Yeah, like well, I don't, not even necessarily tell the truth. So for in that for that ex- mm. for that instance here, yeah, where the lawyers know that ah, right, cool, the child is not his. Or would the, would the lawyers know that I right, cool, the child is his? I'm not trying to prove that. Um, Do you know what it is? I think sense. in those situations, maybe I'm putting too much, um, giving too much um, respect to the lawyer and their role in it. 
because um, it depends on the type of law. law. Lawyers are not in principle, they're not allowed to lie. Definitely not to the court. And there are serious um, consequences for doing that. You can get this barred and all of that. You have a duty not only to your client, but you have a higher duty perhaps to the interests of justice and the court. That's your professional duty and that changes when you qualify or whatnot. But um, in, in essence, when it comes to these things, if your client is telling you a, a whole bag of lies or this, that and the other, you can either outright tell them what you're saying doesn't make sense. If you go and say this, whether it's a, a jury or whether it's just a, a civil matter in front of the judge, you're going to get laughed out of court. You're going to get found convicted. You're going to get that. So that would be your advice. So that should get them to kind of think differently about it. And it's either... Like no one, very rarely does someone say I did it and come out with a confession. That's very rare. I know, but you know, like in the, in the sense of you're, you want to get out of the situation, you're mm. telling, all right, cool, this is where I'm at. But if I get this piece of evidence, yeah. I can get away so with what, that. So what you would do there is you, if the person is telling you this is this and the other, you'd be like, so we should go and prove it by having this test done or getting this report done or going through that. And you would take the steps to get that done. You would actually go and hire the person. And it's only maybe when it comes out the proof and the putting of that report or whatnot that um, you, you're found to be lying, then your case collapsed. But then also um, the person, it depends on, if it's a lie out lie, you might have to recuse yourself. You say, I, I'm, I'm professionally embarrassed or um, this person, I have a duty of confidentiality towards them, so I'm not going to tell them, tell anyone else what they said. But for professional reasons, I've got to withdraw. So that's how usually it would happen. Yeah. So you'd ride the wave on your client's instructions up until it makes no longer sense to do so. And then you've got to advise them that it's a, you should plead at this time or you should do this or you should settle the matter if it's a civil or whatever it is. So that's usually how it would work. Like, of course, the the, the, the good, good lawyers have ways of getting the right. best evidence, of getting the best s story out of their client's instructions. And maybe that's what you pay the premiums for. But mm. on the whole, yeah, we're not out here concocting lies. Of course, people do it. But if you get caught, my yeah, friend, yeah. you'll find yourself in the same place as your client. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so... But yeah, on that note, guys, another, another very good session, very good um, episode <laughs> of Let Me Sip. It's been a pleasure as always. Been a little gap, but we are back. Everyone's back in business and it's been a pleasure. It's Eldred and I'm out. Desiree Henry. Yuzi. Sean, as usual. <laughs> okay. It's getting better. <laughs>